Hey, everybody. Welcome to Liberty Libations. Um, everybody's awake for this one, not just Jake, like the title says. <laughs> we were going to have all the crew in here doing shenanigans while Jake was away and couldn't stop us, but right now it's just me and Alden. So We'll do what we can. Yeah. We'll do our best so, to hold down the fort. Yeah. So I threw the link out there to a couple more people, so some people might be joining, so don't hang up yet, but... <laughs> I guess me and Alden will just jump into it and start talking about the news and whatever I had prepared. So does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good to me. I don't know. All right. I'll be learning the news like as you tell me because I've been under a rock with moving here lately, so it's, it's all new to me. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have the most important stuff picked out in the world, so you might need you know you might know the like least important news there is to know this week. But <laughs> okay, we'll see. All right. So the first one. So I learned this week that thieves are stealing Hyundais and Kias wow. with just a USB cable. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, Korean cars, really easy to steal. And this has become a TikTok trend showing kids how to do it. Oh, great. And Where is young, that plugged in? That's like the steering column. So they're just ripping so, the bottom of the steering column out. And then you take the key mechanism off and that's under there. Wow. Great. And then let me forward one slide here. So basically it's showing that you just need a USB charger, but it's not even that you need a charger or anything. No data is being transferred. Uh -huh. It just happened that that happened to fit USB really well. So people oh, so are it using just turns? USB. Yeah. Oh, so it, ha it, okay. So it's not a USB like driver port. No. It's just the shape. Okay. I mean, you could probably do it with pliers or do it right. with, you know, whatever. But I guess just carrying a charger is so discreet that they'll just yeah, go knock it, out the window of a car, rip off the steering column, and then do that real quick. So you are allowed to carry a USB charger in your pocket. Like, so that's not, you know, conspicuous. But the thing guess, that, maybe you know, it is now, but some states have laws against holding um, ceramic shards in your pocket like a spark plug or pot shards or whatever, like, cause you can throw it at the window and shatter the window wow. really easily. Um, anyway, that's yeah. just like one trick to get into the car, which maybe we shouldn't be telling people or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> like you'd have to have a weird excuse for that too. Like I'm a potter and, um, yeah. <laughs> carrying <laughs> ceramic shards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just broke in my pocket. I don't know. I couldn't get them all out. So well, great. Okay more things to worry about well i don't have a, a korean car so i guess it'll be yeah. a little harder but but the I'm people that have been doing it and this is apparently not new either i started looking into it and this has been happening for like six months or something but it came on well, my radar because yeah. a friend of mine had his hyundai stolen so uh, I was looking, was it does he know this. did he end up recovering it or anything or does he know if it was this way or was he just like now guessing I think, it might be it sounds like it was like i heard that it was a young kid that did it and then also the car got returned to him and it was like, just, you know, they joyrided it and just destroyed it. So this, it feels like just like an escalation of like a package thief where it's like, you're, you're not really like selling it to a chop shop or whatever, but it's just because you're bored and it's a thrill or something. I don't know. Yeah. This is what we do now. Apparently. Great. This is like the equivalent of us watching Jackass or whatever, when we were teenagers, yeah. just like you know, doing <laughs> stupid stuff. In grocery store. Yeah, yeah, of course. Now they're stealing cars. Mm -hmm. But yeah. here's the other part. So they're called the Kia Boys. And let's watch the beginning of this video real quick. 
the screech of stolen cars can be heard ripping through roads. They're stealing Kia's and Hyundai's with a cell phone charger. And a new viral trend that is now a real-life menace. Where you at? If you in Japan, Australia, you in the middle of Antarctica, you got a kid that is on that. Please be safe. I'm going to beat your ass with this, bro. <laughs> But I just wanted to show that because like that's how they're also driving the cars once they've stolen them. They're going around like whipping them side to side and like that's part of the TikTok trend. Right. It's not so just to is... steal it but then to go out and like whip it back and forth while you're driving. Okay, great. Yeah, this is... I thought the cinnamon challenge was done, but this is a whole oh, yeah. level. And yeah. then I I don't think all of that footage there was like legit from this, but you know, the ones of them whipping the car, I think were. Yeah. And then I saw one I of them like pointing guns at some 14 year old. And I think that one was legit from this. He got caught. So Yeah, great. Well, I I was wondering if the driving was like were they combining it with another TikTok trend? It's like they're on a tide pod challenge and then they do this and that's just how you drive like with a tide pod you know but but no it's apparently a specific thing so that's fun that's good to look out for i've been just concerned enough for like my you know the cat like the catalytic converter getting stolen because it's just like it's up i think it's like three times more than like just the year prior or something um but so you know fun With all this low-hanging fruit now, your catalytic converter might be safe for a little bit. Yeah, everyone's going to move on to just the Korean cars for a while, and maybe yeah. I'll be all right with my Honda. Well, that's fun. So, okay, that's uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to blow through all this, which is you and sure. me, too. Like, I expected yeah. for, you know, like 10 people to be chiming in, not just like me bringing this up to you. but And then me being like, I haven't heard of this. Yeah, yeah. perfect. I love anyway. that Donut is on here, like, what, what are they going to, like, try to do it themselves to see if it can be done kind of a thing? Yeah, he did do it himself, but he also blurred it all out, so it wasn't that exciting. So just, like, the very beginning of the thing where they showed the demonstration was cool. But then after that, it's like you just see a guy on a blurry car doing stuff, so. Okay. So they're trying to do it, but also not, like, teach people how to do it. Okay. Yeah. They're walking a Although fine line. It didn't really seem that hard to figure out either. And then like that news article kind of shows the key piece there. It's like, obviously. The news loves to do that where they're like, watch out. A few people have done this. And then like, you know, we could talk about just that aspect of this where it's like, well, now you're going to make it even more widespread and more, you know, I don't know, man. It's reminds me of like how shootings are reported on and and things like that. like supposedly you're not supposed to say the name of the shooter or show flashing lights and sirens and excitement and things like that. Right. Because it makes people be like, oh, well, they're getting all this attention. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess I buy that. It's been shown. But that does seem weird to me. Be like, oh, well, this guy's on TV. I guess I'll go murder some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think that way but I'm not going to kill anybody, you know? So like, I, I don't know. I don't know how much that would or wouldn't have a, an impact, but if it truly is people that are doing it for attention, then I would think that it would have an impact. But yeah, unless it's some, um, what is it? The, um, 
What's that? The never mind. We, we shouldn't even get into CIA program stuff. We're gonna get we're gonna get on a whole tangent thing. Uh, I think we should go on a tangent because honestly, like some of the stuff I have lined up, we need Stephen here for because you would yeah, yeah. have nothing about it. I usually like I'll try to um, like be careful and like not say too much, and and then he'll be he'll throw out the word like Stargate. And I'm like, oh, all right, we're going there. Yeah, <laughs> like he surprises me sometimes with it. That's fun. He gets to determine how deep we go. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now I'm I'm uh, blanking on the term. Um, what's the term for that? It's, it's CAA program where it's like a mind control thing or whatever. And then some people say that a lot of those shooters. You say MK Ultra, like. Yeah. Yeah. You cut out, but I just got just enough that it jarred my memory there. But um, but that's what some people attribute, at least some of, not maybe all, like to you know shootings to something like that or whatever. But. And then if that's the case, then I don't know how much the, you know, the news would do anything there, but um, I don't know. That is quite a rabbit hole, though, so before we go down the MK Ultra rabbit hole, maybe we should check in with other stories. No, I like that. Um, have you heard of those people who claim to be MK Ultra patients or whatever you... Oh, like the um, people that were in the, like, kind of mentoring candidate style, like, programming stuff or whatever... I don't think I've oh, seen we got like, somebody joining us. We Who got is? Buddy. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, hey boys. Are I'm you on here. your bed? Or getting a massage I'm right in now? The we got a new guest bed, so our guest, our office is also a guest bedroom. So I'm laying in here. I got my, I'm on my tum tum, and I got my feet kicking up. If you can see, let's see here. You look cozy. Oh, I'm yeah. so. I got my night pants on. It's great. <laughs> Well, nice. What are we talking about? Sorry. Well, we started talking about the rash of Kia and Hyundai thefts, where it was a TikTok challenge showing kids how oh, to steal the, cars with a USB. Yeah, but yeah, we'd no, already no. moved on to talk about MK Ultra naturally. So. Oh, and then I show up weird. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a plant. Yeah. No, yeah. Knows. Oh, yeah. I, I'm. I'm probably on so many lists. <laughs> no, I really thought about that. Like, um, God, what year was it? It was before I had children. Uh, 2010. Uh, mm. Like, we, me and uh, a bunch of people, uh, musicians from church, we went to Indonesia. And then so we came back. So, like, we went to Indonesia for, like, 10 days. And then, like, we came back and our friends on facebook like we all like i mean we met so many people and like and it was part of an organization that was christian and muslims working together hmm. so like <laughs> we all went to indonesia for two weeks and then came back and made a bunch of muslim friends i was like oh lord like, <laughs> oh man if you weren't on the list then you are well we are we are persons of interest for sure <laughs> I'm afraid to know how many times I've been like flagged or whatever, man. That's creepy. I don't know. Look at you, Zach. Where are you? And Tron? What's up? Yeah, he's yeah, got the cyberpunk it. thing going on here. Yeah, I should have done that with a background for me because I got nothing. <laughs> Is uh, Jake like for real in Montana now so he doesn't have internet? Like, Is he for real doing it? Is he getting the, the taste for it? Yeah, I think I a mountain lion right. ate his modem or something this week or whatever his excuse was, yeah. Oh, is he we gotta come up with a nickname for him so he's not God, this is not a flattering angle at all. <laughs> um 
But what not is your best angle? Not, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so not as cool as Grizzly Man. Yeah, no, really. Uh, he can't be as cool as Grizzly Man, but I don't know. It'll come to me. Grizzly Man? (laughs) But not as cool as Grizzly Man. It's one that he'll earn. He'll come back with some cool story and it'll be in there. (laughs) There was a guy, I, um, so because I live in Savannah... Uh, there's a lot of people I get to know from Savannah College of Art and Design, so they're. That's where um, I went. Oh yeah, okay. With so, with Jake, yeah, yeah. Um, so I bet we we somewhere that we know the same people, just at least in passing. I didn't go. There probably is a few, yeah. I didn't go there, but I'm sure we know some people. But with all the international students there, there was a dude. His name was Ina, and he was from, like, he's he's African. Like, he's not an African American. Mm-hmm. He's an African, like mm-hmm. that's like you know, but mm-hmm. uh, so he would be at church, and so he had like he bought it like in Savannah, like just some mysterious like claw looking necklace or something, and he would just tell like all these white chicks that like in his like strongest African accent, like he in his tribe they had to kill a lion before they could come to America. Just nice. And so this is from the lion that he killed with his bare hands. And like, oh my god! <laughs> when really like, he's probably from like a major city in Nigeria or something, just like their New York City. He's like, I'm trying to figure out. I can't remember. I, I message him a lot on Facebook, um, or I see him a lot on Facebook because he he really enjoys like the screech of he just seeing like his perspective from the american empire in africa where he is Mm. i'm trying to i can't remember where he is i don't know if it's nigeria but probably like he's a real he's into film and all that kind of stuff he's a successful dude um you're in the film you're probably not out hunting lions very much (laughs) with bare hands hunting scams what else is going on in the world of liberty are we just talking about anything? Are we gabbing? Just like, stalling still right now. Like Steven's going to join in a little bit. And there are topics on here that we're not qualified to talk about. We need somebody smart. So, <laughs> But those are the best ones. Yeah, but it's kind of like boring nerdy I bet you my way through some of them. I bet you I can fake my way through some of them. Yeah, what yeah, are some of the topics? Well, we had started talking about... MK Ultra, and I asked, "Have you ever encountered or like heard from those people who claim to have just like grown up in MK Ultra?" Like I've heard the oh, people that's on right, that's podcasts, they'll, they'll talk about it just some MK Ultra programming, and then my parents were in on it too. And you know, I don't know if it's legit, but those people exist where they just talk about it like that's what they grew up in. That was their some lives people, being programmed. Yeah, that's where it is. Well, I suppose, well, I guess much like you don't know, I mean, the best propaganda or programming is the stuff that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, like, so the best thing, so. Brainwashing um, doesn't work if you tell someone, we're going to brainwash you. Actually, Well, it's great. Story. So that's what makes, so the movie Idiocracy is so great. So we had some friends in town and she, the wife had never seen Idiocracy. So we watched it. And then the next day, um, the next night, we went to a Savannah Bananas game. Shout out. And um, the like the producer announcer guy, he played the sound clip of 
Whopper, Whopper, Junior, Whopper, and the whole, like, I mean, it sold out. Like, over 4,000 people just finished the song. Yeah. You rule! And I looked at her and went, idiocracy. Like, we, he, we just got 4,000 people to just chant poison. Like, you know, just like an advertisement. Yeah, yeah. From, you know, it's just like, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> so I can, right. but I remember talking to like, um, like my mom about like some of like the, the MK ultra stuff that like people know about, you know? And she was like, sure. I remember some of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and then you, you're just okay with it. Like y'all just, just moved on. Like that's a lot of going on In general, I've struggled with that where as you start to learn really weird shit, you're like, do you just like, so you just go about your normal life knowing this now, you know, like it, it, I don't know. It's I've, I'm able to hold weird stuff and still just like do life, I guess at this point, but I don't know for a little while when I was younger, it was like starting to kind of like tear me in half where I'm like, I don't get it. How can people not, you know, be asking this question or like, how can people not be like, just like, okay with, you know, that we're doing this in that country or whatever. You know, I, I was trying to circle back to nine 11 and stuff. And that is, but, uh, that is my autism where I'm not bothered by things. I get bothered that everyone else is not bothered. Right. <laughs> I think that's where it was honestly for me. That was what was bothering me was like, you know, the people around me, my friends and my family and stuff are just like not on the same, like, and I'm like, I was even, you know, kind of a, I quote a kid, you know, and I, I was starting to ask all these questions like in 11, 12, 13, you know, like starting to be like, this doesn't add up. And like, it was weird to me to see all your like adult role models around just like going with it, you know? And I'm like, I don't get why everyone's just like not asking questions about how funny this looks like on the news right now or whatever, you know? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, what was your, uh, I don't know. This, this might be like a real hokey question, but like, I'm here for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> when was, and I can go first. I can break the ice. Uh, I'm not okay. sure. Uh, I'm just gonna ask, like, what was your first like orgasm? Lip- <laughs> Don't pause too long, or I'll make it weird. See, now anything that you say will be better than that. So no, yeah. What yeah. was I was just gonna say, like, what was your first, like, what was y'all's first realization of like um, the, the Matrix? You know, <laughs> I was just saying of of just being libertarian leaning, like fundamentally, like you could even like realizing that it finally made sense to you even so like i'll I'll say this Mm -hmm. i mean all growing up like we would watch like as a family we'd watch the news together or like some like it's semi-interesting like 2020 or something right Uh, but dude john stossel ruled when he'd do those breakout segments for like Mm -hmm. like like i was just always like I don't, because even then I could tell like he was not controversial, but like you know was that the early to mid nineties, you know, spicy takes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, I don't know, those just seem kind of like common sense to me. <laughs> like I don't like, and I guess, uh, right? Like, is that yeah, just, yeah? Is that that just rooted libertarian autism that like you kind of have it or you don't? I like, think people probably gravitate toward libertarian ism as like a philosophy and a party a little bit that tend to think a little bit more independently and outside of like the scope of like what we're told and stuff and 
I would say to answer your question a little bit, it's kind of like two parts where it's like the things about me that ended up driving me toward libertarianism were established at a pretty young age by watching the people around me and like understanding more that I didn't trust, you know, the news and that you had like this like two sided kind of war thing going on, but it felt like it was like pitting people against each other and stuff. And at first I didn't like get into like libertarian, the party. I was just like outside of the, like zoomed out of the whole like red V blue kind of a battle and just being like, Oh, this is like a charade and kind of like a, you know, a big scam. And then I started to like, you know, vote third party and like do that like later, you know, but I would say that was probably like a 10 year gap between establishing those skills and kind of like my own identity in that and like being outside of like kind of more like the quote norm, even though there's like two norms, you know, like two halves kind of and getting sort of like slipping through the cracks of that. And then probably honestly much more recent in my life because I wasn't a very political person until more recently. Um, yeah where I actually found myself involved in like, you know, like libertarian conversation, like more specifically, but, but that I've been more about like as a principle freedom and just being like, you know, the don't tread on me kind of thing. And, and I think that that's, what's cool about libertarianism is that I actually, we've talked about this before on this channel. It's more natural, I think, to lean toward just the concept of like, I'm going to do me, you do you. I don't want the government telling me what to do. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think as many people either A, realize what libertarianism really even is, or B, think it's gonna have a fighting chance and so they vote with some other like, you know, lesser of two evils kind of a argument because they have been whipped up into a, I gotta vote basically against that other thing. You know what I mean? And, I, and so they don't go that way just because they don't think it has like a, a numbers game type chance. But really, probably a lot of voters would be more libertarian if it was all on equal playing field kind of thing. But sure. that's my take on it. Uh, Zach, when did you decide to grow your hair out? We were just um, talking about this. Well, I went to a high school where I wasn't allowed to. So since I've always kind of been like, Rebel. you know, against rules and authority and stuff, even I had to do it then. So I'm like, well, I'm going to grow it out after high school. But then I kept on finding reasons to cut it. I could be like, oh, I got this interview or, you know, this informal event to go to or whatever. So I'd keep cutting it. And then one day I'm just like, I'm just done, not doing it anymore. And I like it. So, and plus my hair, when it's short, is always even more unruly than this. So it <laughs> Yeah. The weight kind of like tames the curl, you know, into a wave. Yeah. I literally cut my hair today. Like, but I had, I had long, not quite as long as him, but I had like shoulder length here like an hour ago. <laughs> Um, was it a private school or was it just like a cultural public school, the culture or influence the rules? Uh, yeah, it was like a small public school. So it was in Chickamauga, Georgia as a city school, but almost nobody lives in the city of Chickamauga. So it's pretty small and they have lots a of public school told you you couldn't have long. Yeah. They had a pretty strict dress code. Oh, hang um, on wow. guys. I gotta, all right. I'll be right back. Sure. Yeah. I didn't even realize that a public school like could tell you that you had that. Yeah, it was weird. Hair. I, that I, is weird. I don't know. They somehow get away with it because they're public for people in the city limits, which is almost nobody. But then there's like somewhat private for everybody else who's outside of the city limits. Is that really like Northwest Georgia? Yeah. That's like where I'm going to be moving. I think that you mentioned that oh, actually. Yeah. If you were like, if we were undecided. 
yeah, between the border, you know, states, but we ended up on the uh, Chattanooga side, but very close. Like. Yeah, and I think the like the Chattanooga Dam or whatever is called the Chickamauga Dam, and that's like yeah, it gets confusing because yeah. there was like the Battle of Chickamauga and the City of Chickamauga, and that's all in Georgia, but then you'll still see the but word the a lot. Lake, Chattanooga. The lake, yeah, of like the Tennessee true. River that turns into the lake, as they call it after the dam, is Chickamauga Lake or whatever, but mm -hmm. that's on the Tennessee side. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's named after the Chickamauga Indians, which like used to spell it with a T up front. Like I remember seeing that on some of the plaques, and I'm like, I have no idea how to begin mm -hmm. even like explaining that one. But mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense with like a lot of the uh, Georgia names are either like the Chickamauga right. or like Cherokee stuff. Or I had to go be a dad. No, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Alda, um, you look like you, uh, drink milk with dinner. Is that something that <laughs> I hate milk with dinner? That's so funny. Oh. You know, it's, I was just talking about this. I was telling my girlfriend cause we had like, you know, like beer with pizza or something. And I was like, I used to have with, I don't care what it was. My mom made us drink milk with dinner as kids. And I haven't had milk with dinner in so long. This is like the hair rebel thing where I'm like, I will not drink milk with dinner. She used oh, to serve man. it with like spaghetti, which is like so weird. Like, oh, dude, that is a big like middle class white trash. Like, it was yeah, milk and pasta, like yes. pasta with milk. It that's a, it. My wife pasta. loves uh, milk and pizza. Yeah, that's what I, I the mean. School pizza, lunch, like that's it was, Yep, it gets in there, man. I don't know milk and like, uh, yeah, bad school lunch though. Like, ew, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, and then there's and sometimes it it's like pizza. It was just like square bread. Yeah, I don't know. it was good. Like sometimes you crave trash pizza for some reason. But. Every once in a while, yeah. Oh man, just I'm just I'm thinking about the summer, like as as it's summertime, and then my kids, I my kids are now the age where like I remember being like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh man, I can't tell you how many lean cuisine French bread pizzas I could crush. Yeah, sitting <laughs> home alone with that, what, watching Jerry Springer in just like <laughs> daytime the, TV in the nineties. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, it was just nothing but talk shows like yeah. Jenny Jones and just all, all tremendous. It was either uh, Sally like Jesse Raphael type stuff or like Jerry Springer type stuff or like Oprah type stuff. Like those are like the three DNAs of talk or of the talk style daytime TV shit that we grew up with. It was either a courtroom or a brawling session or like a talk therapy oh. kind of thing with like Dr. Phil or something like so weird. Yes. Oh, tremendous. Uh, do you like uh, the smell of fresh asphalt? No. Oh my God. No. It smells like um, wet burnt tuna or something. It's so bad. I hate it. What an odd endorsement. Of it no. is an awful smell. It smells like fish oil. It's so bad. Hmm. I specifically despise fresh asphalt and wet, hot pavement. Like if it rains on a summer day on the road and you're like fishing on a bridge or something, I hate it. Well, so I love what, well, so like the smell of diesel exhaust and like hot pavement, that's the smell of vacation. Yeah, I don't mind the smell of the diesel exhaust for some reason. But yeah, I don't like the wet, like new asphalt, like where they're paving it and you're driving through. I like hold my breath through those. Like I hate it. Yeah. I think it just smells like caustic. Have you, though, you know? 
You hold your breath. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. You you look like you shut your refrigerator door with your hips. <laughs> you spent a lot of time smelling these things, buddy, because that might explain a little bit. What? Yes. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you spent a lot of time like huffing, you know, asphalt and diesel exhaust or anything. But no, it's just fun questions. Like it's fun to find out what people associate with and how they do things, and you know. I have. Um... HSP, which is like, you know, it highly sensitive person or whatever. So like, th- like oh, smells yeah. and things are super amplified for me. Sure, sure, and sure. Things that are like chemically smelling drive me crazy. I don't even usually wear like cologne or anything because like I just can't handle strong smells or whatever. I love like the smell of like food and natural stuff. And um, but like asphalt, no, <laughs> not that one. That one's too Have much. You ever- Go ahead. I was gonna say, have you ever ordered something and then it came from China and you opened the package? Yes. And it, that is awful. Whatever that's dealing with is. that right now, where I have a gun case and I'm trying to like kind of like use it to move my guns, and I'm like, I, it smells so bad. I have no idea what y'all dyes. are talking about. When you get like flip flops or something and you open them and you're like, whoa, like it smells like really it's toxic factory. Factory smells. Yeah. Yeah. See, but you must not be as like you know offended by it and, and sensitive to it or whatever. I got like, three kids. <laughs> like, I've changed three sets of diapers for years. Yeah, like, nothing right. bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have kids yet, so like that might well, be Well also thing. like what we or like I the only packages we're open is stuff from Amazon. Right. Like I don't buy anything cool. Like I I just picked out what I wanted for my birthday, which is coming in two weeks and like I was just like cool I'll just get it I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> what is it what you, what's your spoil you day kind of thing oh um a cooking knife there nice. you go yeah like a good chef's knife what's so that German or like, Japanese or um so it's uh it's a hybrid knife it's like that's a, what I want to get that's funny so it is um so take like a, a cleaver Mm-hmm. Okay, like the taller it. blade, yeah. Right, right, right. But make it small. Like, okay. Make it short, and then curve it a little bit. So it has a add bit like of a belly almost, on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's got like a little bit of chef's knife tip on it, like or it's inverted, so you can do that. But it's got a little bit. So of you can still on rock it. with it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And it's kind of big for like, like scooping. You know, I was just like, gonna say now you can use it as like your don't scrape flat, but you can still scoop it. Yeah, I bought my dad a um, they uh sold their they got a killer offer on their house a couple years ago in Florida, and they mm-hmm. always wanted to be Florida's RVers. Up, man. That's where uh, I'm from. they always wanted to be RVers, so now like they just they RV like they're that's all funny. About that's it. what my parents are. They're in Florida, and I think that they're gonna do the RV life here in a couple of years. That's funny. oh, dude, it ruled like they're and there's all like. It's, I mean, I don't mean this as a pejorative, mm-hmm. but, like, I think our generation, like, YouTube and podcasts is generally around either liberal, like, pot- politics or comedy. Like, those seem to be the main. Their boomer is, like, the RV travel. Video oh, that's like, it's yeah. huge. <laughs> it's one of those things where if you get into it, you almost have to make that your life because things are always breaking and like, you don't want to call somebody out to fix some like little thing on an RV. So you learn about it. 
well, that's actually might... kind of a libertarian thing too, is to be like independent and be able to do your own thing and make take yeah. care of yourself. And go ahead. Sort of well, like my dad's a... horses, like they're really into them because they take up so much of your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My that dad is a certified like travel trailer inspector or whatever, so oh, like, nice. he gets to go to all the conventions and like all the. They keep calling them rallies. I'm like, lower like, no. <laughs> but. They're kind of in good company because, like, that's all that's out there is just all those rich Trump boomers with just spending all their money, their inflated money that they got. Thank you're welcome. I would say my in laws, but I'm not like married, but we've been together for eight years. But so it's essentially, you know, my girlfriend's parents, but uh, they have a tool store and they sell, you know, tools to like more like on the commercial side of things. And they go to every single one of the like conventions for like Milwaukee and DeWall and all of that or whatever. They travel all over the country and do them. And they, they have a bunch of like raffles and stuff. And they like, you know, give away like tools and cars and crazy shit. And they do every single one. They were just out in like Phoenix doing one. And, but um, they can get crazy with those things, man. I don't know. Well, I finally figured out. So, so because my dad was going to do that, I bought him. It's called a, a Siberian chef's knife. What's so that? I don't know what that's uh... It's kind of like a giant cleaver. Is it the a... moon-shaped one? No, no. That's it's like, like the a normal, Alaskan thing. Like, so take a normal cleaver. Uh-huh. There you go, yeah. And then, um, so it's real big. Uh-huh. Oh, golly, I can never be a weatherman. <laughs> and then. Uh, Such a good comparison. And then, but you round, make it a chef's knife tip, but it's a, I mean, it's big. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like, you can turn it and smash it. You can. Is it? I was it. just going to say. Cause he does enough. like blacks. Cause he's doing like blackstone cooking. Because of our beers. Oh, blackstone. It's a, like a big cast iron propane flat top. Oh, cool. Okay. That like all the RVers use, like it's a bit like you can like, like you have to season it up like a cast yeah, iron yeah. can, but like you can just, you fire it up with propane and mm-hmm. you can get it screaming hot. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And so, like, and then to clean up, you just scrape it and just... Does it have a little grease vat? It does, yeah, yeah, like... yeah. But you can, like, just... You don't have to if you're, like, RV. Like, you just throw it in the grass and stuff like that, too. But, yeah, like, they're yeah. really, like, heavy-duty, real-made stuff. So, like, that's why I got that. I, that's like, cool. I like it. They have to pare down. Like, so, man, I have to, like... My sister is no help. So I have to figure out, like, come Christmas time what to get them. For Christmas, because like we can't get them stuff anymore, right? Because you need a tool that does a specific job and it does it really well, and it might even just do three jobs. Like, but they don't have room. Like, they don't yeah. have room. They live in an RV. Like, <laughs> but you need a knife, you know. Yeah. So that's so yeah. That's, that's why one. I got them. So this is a smaller version of that because I do some of that, as Zach has witnessed at the uh, inaugural Great Create Fest. Yeah. You were down for that. I was RV for two years. You owned you one for two years? I lived in one for two years. Lived yeah. in one. That's cool. Yeah. Is that when that. you grew your hair out? I mean, it's part <laughs> of the time. <laughs> it's yeah. a yeah, it's a prerequisite. Why did you do that? We just me and my wife wanted to. We wanted to travel more and we like both have remote jobs and it was like even more flexible at the time. So we bought an RV in a hot spot and just went on the road and like you couldn't even really tell that we were on the road most of the time. It's just, you know, working from a different location. How far did you guys end up like kind of traveling around with it while you had it those couple of years? 
we mainly were just on the East Coast. So, you know, from Florida to Maine and then to Texas and just everything in between. But we didn't make it all the way out West. Partially because, like, my RV scared me a little bit. I'm like, are we going to get uh, stuck in, right. you know, out West or something? But it held up and now it's kind of rotting in my backyard. But <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah, as a lot of them end up doing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you either are really committed and you live that life or it rots in the backyard. Like, there's barely an in between for RV life. Yeah. Well, I still want to fix mine up again, but like they are not meant to be lived in for two years, especially not at the price point we paid. So yeah. it's like these are just falling apart left and right while you're living in it. So, a lot of no. people say that, yeah. Dude, my dad makes a lot of money, so he is. So what's going on is lenders, when you want to buy a house, most of them will want your home to be inspected. So mm -hmm. they have phrase, some... Right? So they have, just so the lender has some due diligence of like, I'm not lending, like, this isn't going to go, we're not lending you a termite rented shit box, like, yeah. you know. So they also started like much of the boomers, like in their generation, a lot of these RVs and stagecoaches and all these things, like they are the price and more of a home. Yeah. So they want some some sort of something and like home inspectors are like, yeah, there's a lot more in this than I'm comfortable with. So like there's a whole program that my dad's involved with that does all that. But even new ones, like even the, they're, they're cheap, like just cause they're lightweight. Like, cause they, it's kind of like by design cause they have to be like, they have to be lightweight, but like, it's still people like, to sit like they're still handmade like i don't want to say handmade but like they're hand put together like they're not, or whatever like, yeah, there yeah. Ain't, they're, there's not johnny five robots like yeah like the cars and stuff so like he will inspect new new ones because like they're backed up like they're every everywhere is backed up on these things mm -hmm. and like he will inspect new ones where like the plumbing's not even connected at the bottom of the sink Oh wow, that's like, like, it's just like, it's like that's bad. <laughs> it's just because, like, man, it's like people are overworked, and it's that's the Friday afternoon one. Like, yeah, right. I mean, it's, the Friday it's nuts. He said, like, if yeah. you want to make money, go to the the technical school to be like a handyman fixer, a uh -huh. certified fixer of travel trailers. He goes, you could go, you could go to any like RV world. And just name your price to work, like because the so many people with... are doing it because it's the boomers spending all their money, yeah. And then it's people that look like Zach and his cool wives and stuff, like and Jake and all those. Like it's Jake, two generations of people band. doing it now. It's yeah. not just old people. It's it's both generations that are doing right, it. Right. It's expanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jake does work on vans, but he does like the more the kind of like interior decorating and layout, but not like mechanically. And that's what's tough about like vans and RVs is that like it's both. It's like a house and a car, and there's both sides. You want functioning well so like if your I sink isn't hooked up that's bad but also if your transmission goes out that's equally bad like yeah i wasn't worried about my engine so much it's got like a ford engine in it and nobody drives their rv very much so when i bought it, it had like forty thousand miles on it that's not bad but yeah. it was like 16 years old or something so everything is it one of those EcoBoost like transits or something or no it's a 
two or it was a 1999 Sun Voyager. I forget even like. I don't oh, know. that's it's right. Because it's an RV. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what engines are in their RVs. It would. Ours was a Ford V10. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Odd number. Is that pretty common actually in RVs? Probably because you got to move so much weight, or most of them. I mean that size, yeah. But most of them are diesel for economy for moving weight. For moving weight, I like diesels. They last a long time. Right. The diesels will definitely blow by us on the interstate. Like if there's a slight hill, I'm going up at like (laughs) 30 miles an hour, and they're just cruising along. The diesels have torque for days, man. Yeah. Yeah. What um what are some of the topics that um we're not qualified for that we can take through? Well, we can move on. Let's talk about something. Yeah, what's next here? Uh, the next one is since we were talking about Snowden and the leaks and stuff earlier. Oh, I missed that episode. I was sad about that. Mm. Well, Daniel Ellsberg, who was kind of the original leaker, he leaked the Pentagon Papers. That's credited with helping you know, kind of bringing in to the Vietnam War because people saw that they were being lied to. Yeah. He died, but he did live to the ripe old age of 92. So I figured uh, Stephen would have more to say about this one, but... He probably would, yeah. <laughs> did he say but, what time he was trying to come on, or does he not know? Which is funny. I don't think he knew a time. Just he That's was going to jump on if he could. No worries. <laughs> I was just Everybody's waiting for Stephen to come on because they're like, all right, I'm kind of done babysitting, buddy. Um, yeah. uh, oh, no, no. You, no, you're, you're saving this. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I found, appreciate it. What I found interesting here is just because this is a bit before our time and, you know, we missed some of yeah. this. Yeah. Is that? Oh, this is a show. On yeah. Max, is that what it's called? I feel like such a douche saying that. Is that what it's on? Wait, real life question. Is it HBO is now Max or is it now two separate things again? So, so the, here's what I know. The, (laughs) the app is no longer HBO Max. The app is Max because when you go into it, it's HBO stuff. And all their other offshoot stuff. Okay. So they're kind of like HBO still exists as just a HBO studios, and we got to play movies on like one branch on the tree that is Max now. Right. Okay. Right. I can't keep up with that one. So I don't know. Before we move on with that, let's hit the chat for a second because no. um, Complaining that we're ignoring him. So who is? Grumpy Gnome. Oh, Grumpy Gnome. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about the, the, yeah, the car thefts. So apparently Kia is handing out free steering wheel locks. That, all so, right, that's like a the good club? On their part. Yeah, I think like the club. But, yeah, the old school, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good move on the manufacturer's part, at least. That's from some quack. And then... Uh, some quack, see. yeah. That's a cool name. John Johnson on Facebook asked, who's going to be the libertarian candidate? And we don't know. That's up to the delegates. We just like, you know, we don't know who's going to be the candidate for Republicans or for Democrats right now because they'll have is a primary. A, we'll have is a, it a technical question or like a your guess kind of a thing of like who do you think is going to be the candidate? Well, same didn't, answer. Didn't Dave like say like he knows who it's going to be and it's going to come out soon? Like a, a not who it's going to be, but like another like another person announcing. 
Yeah, I did hear on who was that? He was with Craig Pasta on that show where you know him and Jimmy Dore are kind of the leftists, and every now and then they have on Dave Smith and Clint Russell to be the libertarians. And they both alluded to saying like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to jump in soon who's like going to get a lot of attention and have no knowledge of who that would be. But, yeah, I haven't heard of anyone new lately, but yeah. yeah, so I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know who so we don't know. it will be depends on who shows up. So snap. that would be cool. I don't I know if he'll do it or not, but that'd be great. But, you know, basically the process is you come to the Libertarian Party of Georgia convention and then you get elected as a delegate to go to the national convention and that's where people get to vote on who's going to be the presidential candidate and you know your weight is a lot more there than it is in like a republican primary or something yeah so that's the i gotta i gotta go to the next convention and the then he's unfortunately it, gonna be in washington dc no i know the national one is yeah oh yeah ours yeah oh yeah 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 the but the the next state one, because mm-hmm. I have to. What are the chances of me getting elected as a delegate? Pretty good. There's like thirty something slots. Right. I'm just saying, like, to become yeah. a delegate. Mm-hmm. And then even if you That's don't become a delegate at convention, there's like alternates, and most of the time, you know, people show up, they become a delegate, and then they realize they can't go, and a bunch of alternates get promoted anyway. Yeah, because so. I want to go. Like, mm-hmm. I want to because like. I mean, it's the I have a chance to be a delegate, and we're going to D.C. So, like, I have a really big vision of like all of us on those bird electric scooters or whatever, and like really twenty candidates was a lot, probably, and like really causing like rabble rousing, like me and Will, like Will's coming, like Will's going to come to the national convention and stuff. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. That's cool. It'll be a I'm bunch of really like, from Georgia at bars with lobbyists and whatever <laughs> else. I wonder what leggings I'm going to wear. <laughs> I, I've never even thought about like being a delegate. I don't know anything about that. Like how temporary. Oh, I don't either. That's why that? I want to do it. Cause I, oh, okay, okay. That. I, me, I like, you must understand like the, like, <laughs> I'm able to tell my parents like, oh no, I'm a delegate. Like I'm a delegate. <laughs> like I'm. <laughs> yeah. I think most yeah. people wouldn't even know like what that means or like what's. I don't know how much like the term length is or whatever or like how that works. But I think a lot of people don't even understand the delegate system in, in our own. You know, well, I. I just want to like go to the. Con- so oh. it, it's a it's a really good opportunity, but like I want. To, so even if I'm not a delegate, I still would like to go mm. because here's here's something cool we can talk about. Doing finding a lot of these people on social media, mainly Twitter, like and even like a lot of people use like avatars and stuff like that. So like I don't I I don't know what they look. We don't know what these people look like. A lot of these and and we don't care. We're not interested right. in what people look like. So I'm finding like you'll like fascinating people that have like really neat things to say. And then sometimes you'll find a picture of them and you're like, Whoa, I would have never, ever spoken to you. <laughs> like, but I mean that like understanding that, but also just like, Oh wow. Maybe I shouldn't be such a, such a dick about that, but I'm excited to like, <laughs> there's going to be a central location to meet all of these people 
that I've come to somewhat know and have mm-hmm. somehow intelligent conversations and dick and fart jokes mixed <laughs> intermeshed very yeah closely. like yeah. You that is I mean, what like, being a delegate's like too, because it's like you're there to do something kind of important and you're paying attention a little bit to what's going on. It's like Robert's rules of order. But there's dick and fart jokes a little. No, you're on libertarian. So people are drinking, people are smoking, people are goofing oh, okay. off. And yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. It's, it's whatever you make it really. You can show up, you can have a ton of fun. You can show up, you can be very serious and get a lot of business done. It's, I had fun doing it. And, you know, the convention stuff isn't always the most fun. But if you like, like, chess or strategy, it almost is like that. Just, like, paying attention to the maneuvering and what people are doing. And, I don't know. It's all right. Mm-hmm. This is not – sorry, I'm on my phone. This is just not comfortable. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, well, and also, the last state convention we had was a lot of fun. So I would very much like to bring that energy – to national because I have fun. Are we doing at the next convention? Is that going to be the great create two or is that going to be? I think they're going to be separated out this time Um, later. Oh, okay. So Robert Brumelow, who's in the comments, he's the one that's planning, you know, primarily spearheading planning convention for next year. And I think it's, you know, we're going to do the great create again at some other point next year. Different location, two different events. So. Oh, okay. Okay. How different a location? Like uh, but only still, or? Oh, okay. yeah. It'll, we're going to look at a place in Columbus soon, which is still middle Georgia. but So not Ohio. Yeah, okay. We don't know. Yeah, it'll definitely be in, in Georgia. It always is. But Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah, a, um, there's a big piece of property um, out right near Blackshire, Georgia, that we could do something at. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> it's like a big, big farm with blueberries on it. <laughs> we have a, Wait, just is the this... most dedicated people show up because it is kind of in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? We can go to Will's blueberry farm and uh, drink blueberry wine all day. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun place to have like a very like even crazier great create. Like instead of classes on firearms, we actually shoot guns. And instead of classes on mushrooms, you can actually go trip in his woods or Participated something. Participated mushrooms, but not in the same moment as the firearms, hopefully. Yeah, or in the same location even. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've got a pretty strict rule about like when I shoot guns that I don't like drink before or anything like that. And, uh, but I've never even like thought of that before. Of like, what would it be like to shoot a gun on mushrooms? It's such a weird thought. I don't even think I... I don't know how I would handle that on mushrooms. We well, need a train that for that. What if you get attacked while you're on mushrooms? You gotta... <laughs> you, gotta you gotta be armed at all times. Right? Yeah, I guess that just makes you more secure in your trip because, like, even if something's going wrong, you can be like, it's okay. I've trained for this. I've got protection. <laughs> I won't have a bad trip here, yeah. Oh, I didn't even... I didn't even get to, like the knife that I'm getting for, I didn't even get to like what I was getting at. I for your knife, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For the style of it. Yeah, um, buddy, try not to talk into the pillow. You're a little <laughs> muffled when you do that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so there's a, I found my way into some uh, like Facebook Reels algorithm of this dude well, I noticed that there's two of them. 
and they always have like they're cooking like almost bushcraft style mm. like they're cooking like out in the woods but like i love those yeah yeah, like, and they've always got, like, a dog with them, like, in the background. Always a dog, yeah. It's, I think it's okay, a lot. Okay, so, like, there's, but there's, like, they've always got a different name, like, whoever, like, and it, it always has, like, seven lights. Mm. I'm like, this should have... A lot more, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, like, they, like, make tons of, and they just, but I finally found one that he showed the knife, and, like, I had to, like, freeze frame it. And it was called. Um, now I think you're covering the mic with your hand. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're good. It was called Men with Men with the Pot or something like that. And so <laughs> I, I so I looked up the website or whatever, and it's like these two Polish dudes that like I guess found each other or whatever, and they in Ireland, and mm-hmm. they like just enjoy doing this. So like they make like. Knives, yeah, and like stuff like that. I was just like, because like it's a big thing, like in these videos that they don't show their face, like they even like, yeah, and there's like no reason to other than like, I don't, the general, you know, good night, trust or whatever, like, yeah. Oh, is he heading out? Yeah, yeah. I know where that's going. Which reminds me, with these people showing your face. Uh, my brother-in-law, my wife's brother, he is a fisherman in Alaska. And I've always wanted, (laughs) I thought it'd be the funniest thing to do to like go to Alaska and not like a major city, but like kind of like a, an in-between city and like whatever hotel I'm at, like, like, Hey man, like what's like the local bar? Like not the you know, the local clamshell where you can get your whatever, like, what's like the dive? Uh-huh. And then, like, just get a blue windbreaker, just like in khaki pants, and just walk into that bar and just, like, listen up. I'm a federal agent and I got a warrant for it. And then just watch the whole place just disappear. <laughs> just like, in because a small that's all town out there. Yeah. That's all who's that's all who's in Alaska. Like this. I lose so many guns while fishing. I've was he at the convention? Yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, dude. You missed it. Mm-hmm. I could have had a sandwich for you. A sandwich. Next you had a sandwich. Uh the first day I made Philly cheesesteaks. Ooh, hell yeah. And really then, good. The second day, I made like a quick like arm. Yeah, like chicken parm. Oh yeah, these are sandwiches. Like, because I, I just had like a flat top. Like I had a black, a little blackstone flat top. Uh huh. So it was just something easy I could do. That's my um, kind of sandwiches. That's what's up, man. No, they were really good too. They were really good. I'm into that. Yeah. So I'm glad to go to the next one. So I was forgetting to eat, and then buddy would just shove a sandwich in my hands. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's my love language. Yeah. <laughs> and then Will was... Yeah, same, man. Oh, man, Will was giving away a lot of product. The blueberry wine? <laughs> yeah. It was, there was a lot of dead soldiers at the end of the first night. Like, it was like... It was, I call them the fallen soldiers, too. That's funny. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, they were everywhere. And the, yeah. Dude, there was... <laughs> I had to come I back in. Out. I had to come back in uh, at night, with the, at the end of the first night. 
because like I'd forgot like my wallet or something like where I had my bag or something like that. We we're gonna be there the next morning, and it was like out on the patio, um, because like we were out there playing cards with like a presidential candidate, Mike Dermott. Like, oh, we just yeah, we just talked to him. That's cool. Yeah, 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 dude, he rules. He's fun. Like he's a person. He's not a lizard. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I but there it was there, like. Yeah. There was one dude out there that had been drinking hard all yeah. <laughs> and he was just sitting there by himself with sunglasses on. And I yeah. just like grabbed my wallet and I was like, Yeah, you having a you you good? <laughs> like, hell, see you tomorrow. I was like, I just kind of looked around because like he was outside, like just like on the patio, like and I went in there like like to hurry up before the place closed down. So like I don't know. I was like, bye. <laughs> I was just, just going to stay here, I guess. Bye. I don't know what happened to that person, but whatever. That sounds like my days of like closing. He was our. Like... He hosted the comedy uh, comedy show the next day, so he did live. He did, right. Yeah, he's a yeah. veteran, and he's yeah, he's pretty seasoned apparently. Oh god, it was great. He was great too. At the on yeah. the comedy or mm-hmm. yeah, right on. Yeah, Let's he had a fun, like for a second. So Robert, who's planning the convention, he says he sent oh already sent that one. He sent out yeah. the invite to our debate today. So I guess there's gonna be a presidential debate at the Georgia Convention. Okay. Um Grumpy will be delegate gnome. <laughs> Here's a sad one. Dennis has not gotten an invite because he didn't file with the government. Uh, Who's see Dennis? what else. Anyway, we can't even get into who Dennis is on this episode. No worries. Okay. We are Dennis. Yeah. So I guess when we're talking about the great create and convention, there is going to be some great create, maybe inspired stuff there. So they're going to be optioning off a mushroom grow kit, a still. What kind of, what kind of mushroom? Well, I guess it depends on what spores you put in there. Yeah, I guess. Okay, all right, yeah. I I don't know if he'll be auctioning the syringes, too, or not, but... Syringes? Well, sometimes the uh, spores are, like, come in that liquid in a syringe. Oh, okay. I was like, how do you take your mushrooms? Yeah, I don't know how to grow mushrooms, so... I just know how to, like, eat them, you know. I've grown like Cuban cigars, oyster too. mushrooms and stuff like that before. And like, if you get the bag, it's pretty easy. Like you, I love oysters. Some water and spores and then mushrooms poop out. So <laughs> oyster mushrooms are good. I like oyster and chanterelle are some of my favorite. But... Yeah. I don't even grow chan- chanterelle though. You can only yeah. find them. But Forage, my yeah. property gets Guess a what? Them. What you up? just said, that mushroom? Yeah, yeah. That mushroom is found in uh, North England, mainly. Like, that's, like, where they're predominantly found. And that is where my last name comes from. Yeah, what's your last name? Northern England? Uh, uh, Those are my people. I guess, like, I see that now. Hey, Cheers. Cheers, man. Finally, somebody with some knowledge about important things. (laughs) (laughs) I've got you guys full. Yeah, we've been we've We've been been vamping this whole time, waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about RVs and guns and random shit, but yeah, Kias. 
we were telling Alden about the sandwiches I made. Oh, the sandwiches are amazing. Right? Okay, I missed out for sure. You missed out, Alden. You missed out. Damn it, yeah. It sounds like you know what you're doing, man. That's cool. I I cook every day. I love cooking. I did not get a body like this from working out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do just, you know, one patty at a time, right? Man, I, I trust a good chef that has a, a little extra weight on him, man. I honestly I don't I don't trust a, a chef that's in shape. Well, well like uh, so I had the forethought, like I knew if I was to actually be one, like to go to school for it. Uh-huh. I knew well, I knew I'd hate it. Like in looking back on it, I was like, Oh yeah, I am an anarchist. Like I don't like don't tell me what to do. Like I'm gonna figure yeah. this out on my own. I noticed and there's your, a lot your of that. Area. Area. <laughs> and then also, like, I did want a family. Like, I'm a, f- like, as silly, like, as silly as I am, like, I am, like, I'm a dad, I'm a family guy. Like, I live yeah. in the suburbs, and I'm like, hey, John, look at, lawn's looking good, partner. <laughs> like, I, like, I, I make sandwiches for my kids and his friends, you know, like, I am that dad. The love yeah. language of food. You, you, see, you seem like the kind of guy that would pass off a buggy at the entrance of the grocery store and say, I left some gas in it for you. <laughs> I walking into the grocery store, I will always come across someone that's just putting the last thing in their car, and I will grab. I'll just grab their buggy and I'll oh, yeah. use that buggy so they don't have to take it back. Um. So, uh, wow, God, what was I say talking about? I got interrupted with. We we're talking about cooking. Yeah. Oh, so I knew. Yeah. I knew. If I were to also be a chef, like kiss that kiss a normal life goodbye, like I don't. Yeah, yeah you're working nights, weekends, and especially holidays. Yeah. No, and I was just like, oh, I've never seen a happy one either. <laughs> uh, Guy Fieri's pretty happy. Yeah, well, he, now is he cooking anymore, or is he just going on eating? You know what I mean? That's why he's happy. Like, ah, uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, Salt Bay seems pretty happy. Salt yeah, Bay. those are all like the famous ones, like the, right. It's like you're seeing like oh yeah, not I the guy I mean, sweating in the back of a kitchen, you know, like that, every night. Like, yeah. That's like like yeah, just be a comedian. Like look at these people; they seem like they're doing all right. It's like oh, you mean like the point zero zero one percent like who lived out of their car? Like uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, strong fast. Like, you got to put in some work with both of these careers. Yeah, yeah. I'm living in a house right now with an extra bed. That's insane to me. I have a fridge in the garage. When I was yeah. growing up, I have, when I was I growing have, up, that was the rich friend. Like that's yeah. southern luxury right there. Like you spent the night at the rich friend's house if they had the fridge in the garage. Like, oh yeah, and, and you could pause TV and uh, and they had Vianetta in the freezer. The thing for me was a, a swimming pool. If you had a swimming pool, you were loaded. Like I did not ever have a swimming pool. We lived in Florida, and I wish I had one. But. Oh, see, this I'm from the Midwest, so like I can't like that. If you had a swimming pool and you were in the Midwest, like you were, I only knew one person that had that, yeah. and he was a retired, world famous World Series baseball pitcher. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, was it? Wait, wait, wait. The above ground or in ground? Because there, there's different levels of Ritz here with the swimming pool. It was. Uh, it was in ground. It was also painted black at the bottom. Wow. Oh, gunite. So it looked really cool. Like it seems weird, but it looked really cool. But it was That's awesome wild. too. It was uh let's see Steven might know him. He this was out right outside of Omaha, Nebraska. So uh Bob Gibson, he pitched for the Cardinals, like mm. in the 
like it hit a grand. He also hit a grand slam in the World Series, like in 1969 or something like that. Like I don't know baseball. I probably, got, I probably got his card in a box somewhere. I yeah yeah like <laughs> so I have them too. Like when we first moved there, my dad saw this RV come flying down the road, like in a neighborhood, like also towing a boat. He was like, "Jesus, who the hell is that?" And then like he saw the license plate, and he was like, "Oh my word!" Like. I know who that is. And then that's, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> the local celebrity. <laughs> I mean, uh, but like, if you watch, like, if you watch a lot of baseball and they'll talk about like fastball pitchers and stuff, they will always reference, like, they will reference Bob Gibson. Oh, okay. Will, like, and before that, he wanted to be, he was a Harlem Globetrotter. And what? he was like, Weird. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. They just, dick around too much i'll just i'll just that's what they are like i'll just be a i'll just be a pitcher for the nash for a nat like yeah you know we can't all be Deion sanders michael jordan or tim tebow oh i was about to say i was like (laughs) (laughs) thanks for uh, one thanks for throwing one in that's wearing the away jersey you know what i mean is it uh bo jackson (laughs) yeah did the dual sport you know but yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was going to do all of it. Yeah, he's actually good at several too. But I hear he's one hell of a car salesman these days as well. Is that what he does? Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know that. Figured he sells some sort of like disability life insurance or something. Well, that too. Uh, but you know, he's also a car salesman. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, do we want to move on? Yes, um, please. I assume that is a baseball player, but yeah, see, awesome. I don't know baseball that well. Yeah, I don't either. That's so, do we want to move on to trivia or a serious topic? We have enough people. I'm down for whatever. All right, let's just do trivia. What? Oh God! <laughs> so, how do we buzz in? You just um, wave your hand. Yeah, wave your hand. Basically, find your camera and oh. then just be like, you know, yeah. Don't worry, buddy. I'm 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 on a streak of totally sucking at this lately. So, dude, I'll watch but, a little bit of Zane. I'm like, geez, Zane's a robot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on another level for sure, man. Yeah. Well, he's not here today, so so, so no yeah. one will answer anything. Plus, I did kind of try to stack it against him, hoping he would be here, but we'll see. Wait, so this, so you made these questions, so this isn't like a chat GPT kind of thing, right? Like. Well, I did use ChatGPT to help me, but oh, did you? Okay, I, yeah, I but just I, you know, I fact check them all, and yeah, I need a, a swig for my brain here. All right, so I'm not going to go over the rules. I think we all know it and don't care. So let's just get into it. Sorry about my creaky chair. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh man, I'm moving, <laughs> and this is the only chair I got left. And I'm gonna like give it to the thrift when we, you know, leave, and it's really bad. Like, <laughs> so here's a scoreboard. Zane and Nick, unsurprisingly, are dominating. But the audience here, is more so. than me. <laughs> oh, no. All right, and here is some Georgia trivia. And I don't think this is your standard stuff either. So maybe okay. this will be something you haven't heard before. All right. So just buzz in by raising your hand, and I'll call on whoever I see after I've read the question. So, what profession did the inventor of RC Cola have before becoming a soda maker? All right. Any guesses? 
Buddy. Dentist. That's what I was going to say as an irony point. That's so funny. No, not a dentist. Okay, well, I won't say it now then, but that is what I was going to say. Like, Do I lose still... points for guessing wrong? No, basically, Only no one knows the blurred. answer. It's just a free-for-all anyway. Just okay. shout-out answers. We think alike, though. That's hilarious, yeah. Even. Farmer. No, not a farmer. Ooh, wait. You want to go, Alden? Exotic dancer. No. <laughs> All right. Insulin seller. Let's look at the comments. <laughs> See, we're we're yep. thinking of, like, with, like, boosting your other business. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert gets it right. He's no way. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, that makes sense. That's back in the day when they were soda jerks, too, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose to the audience again. That's all right. Isn't that wild that you would go to the pharmacy and then also, like, on the other side, like, have, like... Yeah. Is, this, the, is like, this when RC Cola... Did RC Cola ever have cocaine in it, too? Or was that just um, a Coke thing? No, nah, you just had RC Cola and a Moon Pie, and you good to go. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I don't mind RC Cola, actually. I like it better than like some of the other Georgia State Pepsi Insect. What's that? Oof. What is the like Georgia State Insect? I feel like I should know this. Alvin. A locust? Nope. You I've never even heard of a state. celebrated, so that would be odd. Buddy. Cicadas? No. <laughs> that made sense to me, too, though, yeah. You got oh, something, Steven? Beetle. Nope. What uh, kind of beetle? <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> it is honeybee. <gasps> are there like All sports right. teams that are named the honeybees in Georgia somewhere or something? I didn't even know there was a state insect. Like I truly, I knew there was a flower and like a, what, a bird and, and a like tree a fruit or a tree or something. But I didn't yeah. even know about a bug. So, well. Yeah, there's uh, yellow jackets. There used to be hornets. Well, I guess that's the, I don't know. There's everything but the honeybee for sports teams in Georgia. <laughs> right. Getting a little deeper. Let's see. Which religious group led by Dwight York constructed pyramid-like structures on their compound in Putnam County, Georgia in the 1990s? Buddy. The Masons? Nope. Steven. Oh. The Rosicrucians. Uh don't think so, unless that's another name that I'm. That's not a real not thing. Familiar with, but I don't think so. You mumbled something. That's not real. <laughs> Southern Baptists? No, just mega churches. But I have no idea. It is. I really don't. What? Nuwabian Nation or the Nuwabians? Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was just, just saying because the the Georgia Guidestones didn't they have RC Christian etched in the bottom corner of one of them? I don't Didn't know. Someone blow those up recently. Yeah, yeah. That's the, they either that after or trivia, struck. Who knows? After but, trivia, I'll ask you your your take on that. But <laughs> yeah. but I think after this group moved out, they just bulldozed like the county bulldozed all of it because they're like, please don't come back. No more the pyramids. They for anybody coming to take these pyramids, just get out of here. And in Putnam That's County, it. of all places. Yeah, Where's Putnam? At Middle Georgia. Yeah, I wish well, they wouldn't say the cat like they. I I hate saying the county as if like. Oh, okay, right. Georgia has the most I, counties. I live that's, in Georgia. That's yeah, not I mean, I helpful think, to anybody. I think. But Putnam County is uh, that's where Eatonton is. So I don't know if you okay. if you heard Uncle Remus, no you know the tales of, of Brother Rabbit and all that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they actually have Brer Rabbit in front of the courthouse, but okay. this is also Georgia trivia, so I'm going to give away too much. Yeah, I don't know the counties of the places I live in, like, half the time, so I don't but know. But usually there's not counties. a major city to reference, so uh, you got to go with I one know, of the other. I know Macon. Like, is Macon near there? Like, There you go. So an hour east of Macon. Okay, see, like, well, now I can conceive of where that is, so. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Robert says they think Egyptians were African and were Jews. Both? <laughs> no. Egyptian. All right, well, next question. I mean, what level of Egyptian, though? Like, dynastic Egyptians or prior to dynastic Egyptians? Because then no they idea. might be right. Like the Cleopatra Egyptians. Well, then probably not so much. Uh, the Monastery of the Holy Spirit in Conyers belongs to which religious order? Stephen. Catholics. More specific. Roman Catholics. More specific. <laughs> Orthodox Roman Catholics. Okay. You're not let's go, buddy. Shiite Catholics. <laughs> Closer. But uh, Alden. Sorry, if I didn't realize that these were if there's one thing I know less of than anything we've covered so far, it's religion. So like I I don't even know. What's the Greek Orthodox? Like, is that Spoken a thing? Like a man that holds his nose when he jumps in water. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't jumped in water in a while, but I'm like, do I? Yeah, because you enter in from the steps. <laughs> I've got you, Alden. I've got I'm trying you. to figure out what you're asking me for, because I, I bought bonsai trees and fudge from these guys. Uh, it, it, well, here it is. Trappist. Ah, yes. <laughs> they also so make somebody, beer. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really know what it was all about. That's somebody explained it to me that trap. it's almost like a caucus. Like there's, I don't know, the Trappist caucus of the uh, Roman Catholic Church, and they they're like really good Jesuits uh, right there. Yeah. yeah, they have also have a, a green oh. cemetery where they'll just wrap you up in like a sheet and bury you and not embalm you or any of that and you just get buried in the woods. Yeah, I mean that's the way to do it. That's, I'm fine with that. Are yeah. these are these the people that make like the Saint Bernard beer, the Saint Bernardus or whatever? Yeah, that's one of the Trappist ales. These guys don't, but yeah, it's the same but type that's of monks. The, but that's, that's who like, the oh yeah when I drink yeah. that's oh all right that's like Belgian right. monks or whatever or something or but like yeah. Okay. So besides being a place for English debtors to start over, the colony of Georgia served what other their strategic purpose for the British Empire? Stephen. To put military pressure on the Spanish Empire to the south I'll of us. That. I'll take that. That's basically it. Yeah. Well, not really. It's a buffer <clears throat> colony. So I guess it yeah. is to buffer the militaries. Pressure would be other. offensive and buffer is maybe defensive, but like, oh, yeah. that's fine. Like, that's why it was got, both. That's why we got Texas. It's a military presence, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, I'm recording oh, one for Steven. Now I was going to say cotton, more. so like, I, you know, I don't know. That had a lot right. to do with us getting Texas to buffer buffer people from the Comanches. They're like, yeah, right. you handle it. So what event in Georgia prompted Andrew Jackson to sign the Indian Removal Act, Stephen? Trail of Tears. 
nope that's i think that was the part of the act i think yeah we're that, looking prior this to caused that. that basically yeah mm -hmm. was, what caused them to want to remove the indians buddy the uh, cleveland guardians don't think so <laughs> <laughs> here's a hint it's every bit as bad as you would think just think like what we fight modern wars over oh casinos closer <laughs> We found gold. Diabetes. Yep. That's it. I was just going to say it's either oil or gold. Yeah. <laughs> was it really gold? Of gold. It well, I just, so the Trail of Tears started in Cherokee County. And that's, so the way the, the land is split up, the land lots get a lot smaller once you get north of there. Uh, so of down in South Georgia, they're square miles, just like the, the sections out west. Uh, but once you get up north, it's 40 acre gold lots because it was all. When the this land lottery was split up, it was all split up based on land value at the time. This is so a square mile of farmland in South Georgia was worth the same as 40 acres up in the mountains. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, if it's if it's not gold, it's oil. And I was like, I haven't heard of either out there, but <laughs> I guess there's gold. Yeah, there's gold they, in the hills. There was gold in Dahlonega, Georgia. Oh, yeah. And I guess the state capital, they have that gold dome. It's all uh, gold that was mined in Georgia. Mm. So, but I think I've heard that the amount that's on the capital isn't even that much. It's like an ounce or two. It's just hammered so thin. Uh, who knows? It's like basically gilded or whatever. I, I identify yeah. with that gold. I know what it's, I know what it's like to be hammered thin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. What three crops make up the three sisters agricultural method used by the Native American tribes, such as the Cherokee? Alden. Corn, squash, and beans. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Wow. It's a system that they use the corn as the stock to grow the bean on, and then the squash on at the base, they kind of symbiotically help. And you plant a dead fish when you plant the corn. Yeah, that's true. I mean, honestly, yeah, the guts or whatever. Yeah. The squash, will it'll keep the weeds out from over and the vines down. Because it grows yeah. on the bottom. Yeah, it's a cool system, honestly. All right. What is Georgia's largest island? Oh man, that was like at the same time. Let's I go think I'll, I'll go first, but I think I'm wrong. But I'll say Tybee. Nope. Just because I live out, I lived out by Savannah, but <laughs> but I figured Stephen has it. Stephen. Jekyll. That's what I thought was the real answer. Not Jekyll. It's not here. also. Oh. No Buddy, you gotta Buddy. get us. You live out there, bro. I ain't got an island, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, St. Simons. No, is that even Georgia? I don't even. Yeah, know it is. It. Yeah, I think that's okay. right. By, yeah, it's right by Sea Island. It's right by Jekyll. Okay, no, what is St. Simons? So Cumberland. Want, yep, it's Cumberland. Oh yeah, yeah. it's right by there too. Wild horses. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. It's been ten right. years since I've lived out there. And that was where. What was the rich people that lived on that island? The um, Roth, not Rothschilds. The Rockefellers? Rockefellers, yeah. They had the yeah. ancients on the island. They'd get giant blocks of ice brought down. Oh, that's right, and yeah. I think they it's were, very... some of the horses were theirs. Like, I think they were there before, too, and they bred with the old horses. It's very, like, great. Well, and who, who shot Aaron Burr? Uh, uh, Aaron or who Burr did Aaron Burr shoot? Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. That's right. So Aaron Burr hid in St. Mary's. Uh, Did he? I believe so because there was I, 
one of those famous duels. Because he's a dirty. The dude. victor actually ran down there to St. Mary's, which is the the jump spot to get to Cumberland Island. Yeah, Bird uh, shot Hamilton and then I think fled. Yeah. Yeah. He thought it would boost his political career if he won, but if everyone found out he cheated, then it backfired and <laughs> right. it did not. It did not have the effect that he wanted. So. All right. I've never seen Hamilton. There's a there's nope. a bit of trivia. This one is a trick question, so I'm sorry. I now realize how hard these questions are. I don't think anyone's going to get this one, but Swamp Gravy from Colquitt, Georgia, refers to what? I mean, and I'm going to let someone else guess first. I have no idea. Steven. It's going to go out of linear. Sandy loam. No. What kind of soil. Uh -oh. Oh, <laughs> nice. Loamy soil. Hey. Yeah. Class like two hummus. soil. Very good. Yeah. Any more guesses? Gravy. Like, like, does it come from the swamp or does it resemble the swamp? <laughs> Is it a product Is that a local of... brewery? It's not a local brewery, no. You gotta uh, guess. The dabbing of swamp gravy. I mean, like, possum shit? Like, I have no idea, like, what this would be. Uh, it refers to a play. What? Okay, I would never have gotten a play ever yeah. in my life. I thought it would be more like swamp diarrhea. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or, like, Apparently, Colquitt has a big history of storytelling, so they put that all together in a play, and it's like their town play about their town. It's called Swamp Gravy? Yep. How very Hallmark movie. Guess, like, biscuits yeah. and gravy or something, but... Uh-huh. My... Uh, yeah. My granddad used to call business and gravy with like uh, shit on a shingle. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was basically so. Anyway, all right. So, uh, what species of crustacean can be found in the pools on Stone Mountain, Stephen? Crawdads. Nope. Oh no, really? Yeah. That was what I was gonna say. Uh, Alden. Grass shrimp. Uh, maybe. It is shrimp. I'll just kind of give it to you. <laughs> Maybe. But it's very shrimp. It's the little, okay, so grass shrimp yeah. is the colloquial that fishermen use when they were talking about them as bait, but that's what a grass shrimp uh, is. Yeah. Well, the fairy shrimp will grow in, like, the woods. They'll just be in these you know, pools that come up during the winter, and then they'll live in the early spring, and then the pool will dry up, and their eggs will survive. And Yeah, they, they, they survive the thaw thing or whatever. They go dormant or what? That's so cool, but yeah, they also so, are a good bass bait, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. And there was a new species of it uh, in, like, 1943 discovered on Stone Mountain, and now the Stone Mountain fairy shrimp, but it's never been seen again, so I guess they didn't do their dormancy very well. Sounds like oh, one of our presidential out. candidates. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, and then Robert said fairy shrimp are sea monkeys. I think that is another name for them. But oh, you don't say. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think is new, that right? okay, yeah. I new rounds. Hopefully this one will be easier. So it's about psychedelics. Two points each, five questions. True. <laughs> <laughs> The psychedelic 5-MeO-DMT is found in high concentrations in the venom of what North American animal, Alden? It's like a Sonoran desert toad or something like that. But... Yep, Sonoran yeah, Sonoran desert yeah, yeah. toad. Wow. 
Yeah. That was like Zane level getting it right. Yeah, I honestly just saw, I saw five MEO and then an animal, animal and I was like, the Sonoran Desert Toad. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm apparently a drug That's nerd. what I think, too. Right. Every I'm time. I'm frustrated that Zach called it. He was like, you might do well in this. And I was like, we'll see. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a stoner burnout, I guess. I don't know. I've never done it, but. But what is the name of the hypothesis suggesting that early human evolution was influenced by psychedelic substances, Alden? It's like the laughing ape or something like that. Or it's or it. monkeys ate mushrooms kind of thing. I thought it was funny ape or laughing ape or something. Go ahead. He's, but, I think Buddy's the Buddy. Stoned ape. Stoned yep. ape. Stoned ape. Damn it. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what it theory. is, yeah helps with visual acuity it helps with language development it just it, i think that aided and when the size of the brain doubled in like a quick evolutionary time you know in an unprecedented period of time that we've never seen in any other animal in four since or whatever which is odd but yeah but yeah stone ape theory anyway all right damn it i'm frustrated i missed that all right which substance derived from the bark of a West African shrub is used in traditional spiritual practices for its potent psychedelic effects? I saw Alden. Is this also DMT, but just not 5-MeO-DMT? Well, that would be the chemical. Well, I guess that's not right. I don't know. Okay. okay. Well, that might be in there, but I, that, that's I think not. It's, I don't know what yeah. it's called, but okay. So it's not yeah. like ayahuasca because that's South America. But So I don't know what the local name is, but the substance I thought was DMT, but. All right, Steven, I saw next. You still Salvia divinorum? No. No. Oh. No, that's a that's a leaf. And buddy. More in the tropics. Is it the acacia bush? No. I think once you hear it, you're gonna remember probably. The acacia bush also has DMT though, you know, like Yeah. I actually what don't is... think this one is DMT. It's its own substance. Okay. What is this? It's aboga. Oh, oh ibogaine. Yeah. Ibogaine is the chemical, and then aboga, I think, is the plant. So, or the shrub. I, is but, this the thing that they use to get people like off of like uh, uh, addictions? Yeah, ibogaine. Yeah, I mean, no, that's kratom. No, no. I, 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 I use correct. Kratom is correct. Yeah, okay. ibogaine is to. It, no, it helps kratom is something that you do instead of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. In lieu yeah, of, which is right. also addictive and destructive. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is, you got to be careful with it. Yeah. Apparently, it's the you have twenty four hours of your body humming, and it's not pleasant. Yeah, uh, like, it's not as visually as ayahuasca is. Right. But they say, like, coming out of that, you are a you are. I, I don't want to say fixed, but. Is Ibogaine, is it not legal here, but it's like legal in Canada and Mexico, and so people go to different places to do it. And I think it has- like And Portugal. 80, is that right? Well, everything, I guess. Is, but yeah. I, I think it has like an 80 plus percent success rate with, on the first uh, period of use, like the first uh, session with it or something, which is like really high for- uh, Yeah, it's for not- getting unhooked off or something but. yeah it's not for pleasure like it no, is no 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 it is a hallucinogen that is medicinal like that is yeah. the, that's not the stoner like it's my medicine Ugh. like, this every, is like it's know. my medicine every day <laughs> twice a day no it's to yeah. get you off of other things I, i've heard is what it's most effective at but yeah but yeah. anyway 
Next question. All right. I didn't realize that's where that came from. But... So which psychedelic drug is the primary active compound found in the peyote cactus, Stephen? Mescaline. Yep, mescaline. Yeah. I wasn't fast enough, but <laughs> that is correct. Uh, all right. Last one on uh, psychedelics. Which fungus known to cause hallucinations when ingested is believed to have contributed to the hysteria during the Salem witch trials? Alden. Oh, okay. I put my hand up because I know I know it. It's, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. Give me two seconds. I'm going to be so mad. I fucking know it. I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. It's another one we won't see it, but I think I saw Steven next. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, well, so him being confused got me confused now. I'm just going to throw out psilocybin. No. Okay. Uh, oh, oh I, got it. I got it. I got it. I got ergot. it. Ergot. Yeah. Damn it. No, buddy got it. it. It is ergot. I know that I didn't want to pull it because I know that I, like, had my chance, like, but it is the ergot. It's a fungus. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it apparently it. caused hallucinations, and people were saying that it caused people to look witchy. Which I don't exactly know what that means, but I'll they give would you act a, weird and look weird. So. I'll give you a bit of trivia on this. So the ergot fungus was growing in the wheat, and then the problem was that their test for rye wheat, yeah, their test for it was that they had, if if someone was experiencing, like say a woman was experiencing these like seizures and convulsions and whatever, they thought she was a witch, their test was pee on this loaf of bread. And then they fed the bread to the dog. And if the dog exhibited symptoms, then she was a witch. But the bread was the problem. So then they just, <laughs> so the dog would go through the same seizures. Anyway, no placebo. So. No, no placebo. I know. Yeah. Spies are all over again. There's no controls in this experiment. Like Clearly, they should just be testing whether or not she floated. Oh. Yeah, she's a duck. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're not trusting the science, Alvin. So. <laughs> oh, I the ergot, the Salem witch trial science? Yeah, I don't trust that yeah. science. All right, round three. I just said future, but really that doesn't even cover it. But it's only three questions, so let's go with it. So what term is used to describe the hypothetical moment when artificial intelligence surpasses human intelligence? Buddy. Singularity? Yep, singularity. It's either that or Skynet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is the name of the theoretical megastructure? Wait, what? Uh, yeah, he just kind of lagged out. Megastructure. Compass a star. Caption. Oh, is this like in uh, the, the dark killer base? Where it like sucks the star's energy. Theoretical megastructure. This is like the forge in the Avengers or something. I think Zach is frozen though. Yeah, he is. I yeah. just hear some weird, like, Zelda trivia music going on. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for Zach to get back. But... Okay, so let's let's hop to a serious topic until he gets back. Yeah. Uh, did you guys already talk about the Supreme Court ruling today? No, I just saw your... No, oh my gosh, we didn't. Yet, but... Okay, so... So how does this work with... Affirmative action got struck down at the colleges. And, of course, you know, my whole thing was, you know, the colleges were ordered to hashtag stop the Asian hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's, I mean, that's really what it was. The, the the Asian student groups have repeatedly sued our Ivy League schools. We're talking Harvard, Yale, Stanford, UCLA. all this kind of Do what? UCLA has a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, they have, 
you know, 4.0 GPAs, just flawless student records. And then they get, they don't get in because all of a sudden, Oh, well, we didn't meet our minority quota. And they're like, but I am one. What are you talking about? Yeah. Not and, college. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. So I, you know, I like, I like the way the Brits refer to it as a uh, positive discrimination because you know, let, let's be honest. That's yeah. at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's still yeah. a form of discrimination. Yeah. You, know, you can't call something the Sunshine and Rainbows Act if it causes you to blot out the sun for half the population. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. My internet died or something. I'm on hotspot again. But right. That's Any, like, we, we filled the any time guesses here, yeah. for this one? Steven? Uh, oh, crap. The, the, the vacuum guy. Dyson. Dyson something. Very um, close. He's oh, close. Yeah. He is really. Yeah. So yeah. is it? So it's Hoover then. <laughs> <laughs> Three off at the vacuum. Yes. Yeah. Dirt Devil. <laughs> Any last, <laughs> last guesses? <laughs> yeah. All right. It is Dyson Sphere. Oh. I mean, I'm tempted to give Stephen half points. That's pretty cool. Give All him right. half. So. I don't know how to do that, but. If you have the way, I, I vote give him yeah. half, you know. The He's now at 6.5 points. Yeah. All right, last one. Because I didn't know that, so. And I think, let's see. Uh, either Steven or Buddy could win. Alden, I did stack it in your favor and you still can't win. But... No, I don't. <laughs> it's all right. If I, like, were taking a test with this, I do okay. I don't do as well, like, with the live yeah. thing or whatever. But, like, um, the pressure makes me, like, we were kind of talking about this earlier. I don't want to get too into this, but like when under the pressure, yeah, Robert knows it apparently. Like I, my brain truly like blocks myself. Like the ergot fungus thing, like I totally knew. I've seen a whole special on it. I like have a thing, but I just cannot recall it under pressure. I don't know why. Sure. I, I hate myself you. for it, but yeah, I that's okay. I that's my little, that. that's my, that's all I'll say about it. I'm sorry. That's uh, my, my girlfriend excuse. goes to a different school. You don't know her. It's all good. <laughs> last one yeah what is the nickname given to the identified flying object encountered by navy pilots in 2004 due to its oblong shaped smooth white exterior alden the tic tac yep yeah tic tac if they were all about that I would be okay, maybe. buddy points I won. Normally, we say you get to yeah, you won eight points. All right, you got the uh, all right. high value stuff. The guest win, yeah. I thought the last ones were worth yeah more, or they were okay. Three, well, were they worth three or more? I don't know. Whatever, buddy won. But we don't know. Bunny win. That's um, okay. We can let buddy win. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I usually we just buddy. say that you get to choose the next topic, but I don't think we've ever actually done that. So, I, you know, we've been saying uh, that, and then I don't think that that actually happened. Zane did a couple of times. Did he really? Okay. Yeah. Or at least once. Can someone quickly give a quick Cliff's Notes version of what happened at Porkfest with Jeremy calling the dude a loser? Yep. I can pull it up. Like, I saw, like, I had pulled up a video and. It was like very long, and then I saw the. I guess it's the Smots oh. like clip I'll version. Pull it up. Of it. I clipped the 
relevant 60 seconds. So let's watch that real quick. You're such It'll a hero, be. Zach. <laughs> uh, I was showing that to a friend of mine earlier today, so I just happened to work out. If I can find it. Give me a minute. So talk amongst yourselves. All right, I have a nickname for Nick. I have a nickname right, for Nick. So, <laughs> Nick. Okay. So. He's Liberty Odor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Oh my god. I don't even. I'm not even going to ask an explanation because I feel like that's too far. No, because Nick is a mountain of a man. He's a man. I've never like met him like in person. He comes from with like he can't fit through door. Like he comes from winners. Like <laughs> right. he comes from winners. like I'm talking like in battle. winner winner chicken dinner. You know yeah. yeah yeah like his he has a great 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 grandfather that has drank liquid from human skulls for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here is the clip. And just to set it up, this guy that we're looking at right now, he gives about a 10-minute, uh, maybe like, it looks like six, seven-minute speech. Which and is he, too long, right? And, yeah, it was pretty long. It got long. And in that, he covers everything. He talks about how he's anti-vax and his kids died or something because of a vaccine, he says. Oh. And then he reveals that they were taking trans hormones or something and then he kind of reveals that he wasn't legally allowed to see them and it was very odd and the guy does seem like a legitimate crazy person now, speaking of like science and controls and experiments that's a there's a lot going on there to say that that's the vaccine and i'm not pro vaccine but yeah the but but wasn't this like you have like it's a soapbox thing? So yeah, you like it's ran for your idol. thing. Like mm -hmm. so he was that's like, what like it wasn't like he stormed the stage or something, but he got on stage and he you know he had some of the crowd, I guess, with him, but he just seems like a little bit of a crazy person. I think he and ran the light. Guess, the idea is that the three people in the back, which one of them's Jeremy and then one of them's Aria DiMezzo, they like rate you or something, just like it's American Idol. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, let's watch Jeremy's reaction. Oh, crap. I did the whole thing. Yeah, you had it queued up, I think. Let me try that again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Bring in Liberty Hodor. <laughs> Are you all about to hate me, man? Because you might be a captivated guy, but I think you're completely fucking insane. Like you're completely fucking insane. And I think all of you who want to associate libertarianism with anti-vax bullshit, you can do it. You won't get me along for the fucking ride because it is bullshit. I have a degree in physics. I've gone through the science. I have looked at it. Anyone who wants to bring the fucking facts physics. Get with me. They make medicine now? To take an position when there is one. And the there, this is the correct position. The vast majority of vaccines work. They save lives. I don't know what happened to your daughter, man. And I'm sorry to be harsh to you on stage like this because I am sorry. That's a terrible thing. Terrible. Yeah, I don't know what physics has to do with it, really. Right. Other than what it has to do with literally everything. But that was really the most heated 60 seconds. Like, he just starts yelling that he's a loser, and they yell over each other, and the guy's saying Jeremy's drunk, and 
No, well, somebody's always got a doctor in the family or whatever, you know, or, you know, yeah. my grandma got cured from polio because she got the shot. You know, there's always one of those, at least when that kind of stuff gets debated that, yeah. you know, they're going to throw that out there. And it's, it's always some kind of platitude about like, oh, well, you don't even know how to research. and You're just dumb. Yeah, you've got a Google hear. degree. There's like four phrases they pick and choose from. Right. I didn't um, hear what this guy said, but I, I probably would disagree with both of them in a way of like what information they're bringing up or how they're choosing to kind of go about like, you know, talking about it. But what do you got, buddy? Jeremy is very, despite him being like Jeremy. He says things like that to also like, and I understand this because I take things like I, I do things seriously just in an unserious manner. Like that doesn't mean I don't like understand the weight of situations. Uh -huh. um, but I think so when he says things like I have a physics degree or whatever, I think he's trying to assert that like, I'm not like sometimes I'll have to assert like I'm not just an idiot. Right. Like, okay. And right. he also has to say like because a lot of the anti vax people right. They are the they are like they they are the They run the gamut. I mean we're talking right. you go you, so go, you go from that, oilers to Christian scientists to people that put onions in their socks when they have a head cold. So it's <laughs> the anti-vax guy that's also talking about this that's also like and it's probably like alden you were saying like being like a pretty sensitive guy that tends to be a lot with artists um it also tends to be a lot with addicts uh are you aware of people. my life because you're you're kind of describing me <laughs> well it's me too it's me too yeah like we only just met, but I feel like you're cutting at my core, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. So hear me out on this. So because that's who I am too. Um, in the libertarian service, you probably have a lot of those people there at Porkfest. Right, right. Uh, that dude's probably like putting off an energy that people like us can really feel. Mm. That some normie people, they're like, well, he's just talking about this, like. Yeah, but our lizard brains are on high. Like this dude, he's up. Like he's not, he's not well, and not the fun kind of not well. Like yeah. um, <laughs> not the fun. Guy. Like that you know, just like him. like oh, that if he like unzipped and like pulled out a gun and was like, and I'll just end it here. Like like that feeling of just like oh, that's that could come next. Like the discomfort of like where that's it's not mm -hmm. as civil and it's not as and so like and yeah. Jeremy's really standoffish. It seems like he doesn't want, like as crazy as he is, he does not want the Libertarian Party to just be a complete freak show of just, you know. And if I were more involved, dancing naked the, fat guys, I mean, the, right, right, yeah, the Libertarian Party, like in that way, I, I think I would be a little protective about that as well. And there, there's a risk of that kind of just happening when you are outside of the main two spheres here, and you attract. I think a lot of people that are misfits or whatever, and sometimes that is um, ones that are misfits for the reasons that are less attractive, you know, and um, I feel like I want to like welcome every opinion, 
but I, I do, I get, I get that when that starts becoming like attached to like a party image or something like, and, and trying to kind of curtail that a little bit. I don't necessarily agree with his energy and how he curtailed it was a little abrasive, but I get, I get not wanting to have that be attached. Yeah, like, to the like you know, if, if we're gonna have if we're gonna have a discussion about science, let's not just use anecdotes, right? Like, yeah. let's actually have some kind well, of study, some kind of evidence, some kind of quantifiable something that everyone else can go something verify. to support the anecdote well, at least. Yeah, think, piece of context. I think one he was bringing up physics to show I can read science, I'm un understand scientific research, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's on the panel of people who are supposed to be rating what just happened. And I, he's playing the Simon Cowell character, obviously. You know, Simon <laughs> doesn't say, let me walk you through music theory and why you're wrong. He's like, you were garbage, you sucked, get off the yeah. stage. Yeah. So that's well, what well and also, yeah. You're I totally right like, there on the personality. It seems like the greatest gripe like it seems to be like that's kind of a a light-hearted event like like you're what's a funny like law that you don't want or like what like and this guy comes up just being a debbie downer also like come on man yeah, off and the mill. like he also seemed to me like somebody who's hurting because he said his daughter died two weeks ago and that's oh. tragic yeah and two also, weeks was it two weeks I think that's what he said. Well, and honestly, RFK also, probably brought those people there. Right. That's what I was getting at. Like, Jeremy's really, like, trying to, I don't want to say the naughty word of gatekeep, but, like, he, like, he's separating himself from. Well, he's just RFK. like, he doesn't want, yeah, he doesn't want the libertarians following. He's sheepdogging. It's not gatekeeping. Yeah, it's hmm. right. You know, do you, do you really belong here or are you just planting yourself here? Yeah. So you can be seen. He right. was there That's for it. Kennedy. His whole speech was about how libertarians needed to support Kennedy and all, you know. Yeah, okay. That there then okay. Well, oh, yeah, red flag laws. I love them. Please. Yeah, let's raise taxes. Yeah. Get out of here. And he came out against <laughs> the uh, or for affirmative action today. He said that the Supreme Court chose wrongly basically and that we should we have started talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I, I look. I love I love what Kennedy's about. I love the cornerstones of his platform. I love that as a candidate, he's getting an uncensored, or well, what should be an uncensored uh, platform to actually right. finish his thoughts. Uh, you know, now watching a three-hour podcast. You know, I love the guy, but it's it's hard to listen to him for three hours straight on Theo Vaughn. Uh, but it's, just you know, what he says is. is Highly credible. I, yeah. I mean, the dude was one of the most powerful environmental attorneys in the country for years. And so for he the knows EPA what he's talking or... about because the way he's arrived at this point was because he's he asked a question and he was met with such opposition that he went, wait a second, why? And then he got more opposition and he goes, yeah. no, screw you. You're going to tell me why. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's where he is today. And it's I'm I'm, I'm proud of that, you know, but I don't love the Did guy's whole campaign. But to have him, if if he's the Democrat nominee, I, I don't feel like the UN blue hats are going to be walking in next month. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that is what, like, he is, when he did his environmental lawyering and stuff, so not only was he going after the companies or whatever, but, like, he was also seeing, like, his precious government, like, not, like, function at the behest of the people that they were regulating but i think just like you said good like, use of behest 
Thank you. Uh, I am the, I am the trivia winner. <laughs> uh, I'll just so tabulate. It does seem like yeah. the oh, but that's like the if my neighbor votes for RFK Jr., I could still have dinner with him if I'm a Trump guy or I'm at like it. There, there's a little bit of that. Like, can't we get back to like disagreeing? There's about plenty of common ground with right, him and his like, followers and anyone else. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. so he doesn't seem like, he seems like one of the more like, oh, this guy's just like a Bill Clinton Democrat. Like, you know, when that was like, we want, we would just long for that, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I think he just gives off the illusion of like, not the illusion, but it's just like, like, a like he, he has the beliefs of like, of a Democrat when like, when things were right with the country, like early, yes. early nineties, like, yeah, when the Braves are good mean, and the I Cowboys think, yeah. are good and like, it's with the dream team and like, we're, cause we can, when we you were know, on Hannah Walsh, hey, wait a minute. Hey girl. Yeah. She came to Matt Walsh. That. Now I'm like testing my name memory and I'm so bad with names. Oh, Hannah look at him. He's stunned. Look no, at him I know, flabbergasted. Yeah. yeah. I'm so bad with names. Oh, <laughs> this Dynasty League forever. Oh, Hannah. Oh, <laughs> oh geez. Then it's with context now, I fully know. Yeah, this is Jake's you, but... brother's wife. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. The Walsh is throwing me off because I don't know her last name. She's just, to me, she's just Hannah, you know. But... <laughs> sure. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Do we want to move on to the serious topic now? Please. The serious right. topic of that Hannah beat me in a championship in yep. my fantasy league? Yeah. Beating you in fantasy yeah. many times. <laughs> yeah, see? I, yeah, I remember. All right. Let's move on to this more serious topic. This is the one that Zane wanted us to talk about. Now he's not okay. even here. But basically... You know, we saw over, I guess, the last week, this Wagner group uh, insurrection, the coup, whatever you want to call it, that happened in Russia, where you know, they start their trek towards Moscow, and nobody knew what was going on at the time. This guy, Pergosian, has been talking a lot of shit, been yelling out on video, mad about this and the other, and the Wagner group not getting enough ammo. And then it seemed like, you know, what's going on? Is he going to try to, like, you know, unseat Putin? Is he? This is another Russian revolution. What's going on? And immediately in that aftermath, there was a lot of libertarians who were like, well, this is obviously CIA. This is Western <laughs> intelligence. He's, uh, you know, must have gotten that $6.3 billion they found, you know, put in his pocket. And I went looking. And this is that was accounting error of- in your favor, like a monopoly card? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I went looking and a lot of people don't believe that. A lot of people I trust and kind of get my cues from on these things. But I did find one person who is an ex-CIA and something, not an agent. And I don't remember. It'll come up on the screen, though, that he like was CIA. An character. What's that? <laughs> he looks like an Archer character. Yeah. That's pretty bad. He's going to. He's going to walk us through it. And this is a little bit sped up, and it's about three minutes long. So let's watch this, and then we can comment. Okay. Big picture. What's your take uh, on what happened with uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin and the aborted march toward Moscow? 
fundamentally this was a Western attempt to try to foment a coup uh, in Russia. Uh, Prigozhin, I believe, was a winning participant in double-crossing the West. Uh, that he had, uh, sort of like Luke Brodsky in The Godfather, he went to offer his services to uh, the bad guys, this time uh, NATO and Ukraine. Uh, but then he was going to, he turned it over to uh, Russian intelligence and they exploited it. Are you uh, saying that he, the Prigozhin is and was a double agent? That, that's, that's what I believe, yes. Uh, because if he wasn't, he'd be dead. You, you cannot betray Russia as he is alleged to have betrayed Russia and still be walking around alive, particularly if uh, the, the number of pe uh, airmen that are reportedly dead actually happened. Uh, I say I, I, I question that simply because there has not been a lot of good video evidence to substantiate that. So w walk us through it. Did he provide intel to oh, yes. NATO? And did he provide yeah, them with stuff that they probably already had? What intel did he provide them with? So a friend of mine, Steve Bryan, who was a Defense Department official during the Reagan administration, uh, he has sources that have confirmed to him that there was an approach made to Prigozhin during a trip to Africa, for perhaps as late as January of uh, 2023. And basically, he was pitched uh, to uh, come in and help the West. And it was portrayed as that, uh, you know, Putin's corrupt, the country's weak, all we need to do is just push it over a little bit. And so he, uh, Prigozhin began to cooperate. Now, we were told through the documents that were released by Jack Texera in the Discord uh, leaks that uh, Prigozhin had passed information about the location of Russian troops, which sounds pretty damning, except when you step back and realize, you know, as I've written, that's like taking a load of snow to Eskimos in January, because the United States already knew the location of Russian troops because we have intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance platforms that allow us to observe 24-7. Uh, the, the the eye of Sauron, if you will, looking over the battlefield. So wow, he actually said it. to establish his bona fides, and then uh, it was after that January uh, meeting that uh, that Prigozhin starts these crazy rants, and he's ranting about the corruption in the Department of Defense. So here's the key, Judge: the CIA was briefing Congress in advance of all of this. That means they knew. So how did they know? That I don't think they intercepted a phone call of Prigozhin calling up his mistress or whoever saying, hey, you know, on Friday I'm going to launch a mutiny and be sure to watch the television. So it, it meant that there was human source, human contact. Uh, some human being, maybe Prigozhin himself, told him what he was going to do and when he was going to do it. And it just happened to coincide with the end of uh, a major NATO military exercise in Europe. Here's, here's what I know. And the, I will always preface this with, I, I am not a smart person, but the... You did win trivia, so... <laughs> I am a thinker. I, am a thinker. <laughs> I just, when people go like CIA or whatever, blah, 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 yes, what he says is true. Like, how can you just turn and then like, not be like hung from the street? But... I knew it didn't make sense when there was the video going around of that head guy of the Wagner group, like when they took over that military compound or whatever, like I went, wait a minute. I I've seen, we've seen a video of a helicopter shooting off a flare and all of a sudden we have this video of the Wagner dude talking to the Russian general or whatever, seemingly mic'd up pretty well to be a war zone. 
like like an episode of Bar Rescue, you know, like or I went. A quarterback I kind of feel the like game. there's a reason why we're seeing this. Yeah. Like everything's perfectly in frame. Everything is like enter from stage right, come in. Yeah. I'm just like, so I don't know. All I know is like. You're thinking how I think a little bit with stuff. Like, yeah. Well, so I think so. And here's another possibility this could be a triple cross. This could very well be the, you know, Prigozhin gets the $6.3 billion accounting error, splits it with Putin, acts like he's betraying him. I mean, how many Russian troops actually died in his little takeover, you know, in his, in his oh, march they, to Moscow? He, the guy in the video, Larry Johnson, I think it was, he said, too, that it could be a triple cross. And then he also doesn't know that anyone died in it. Like, there's been reports of helicopters shot down and planes shot down. So you're leading a mutiny against your native country and you have a convoy, what, two, three miles long and you're marching along a freeway, a straight freeway with no air support. Like this is the most tactically unsound move you could possibly ever make. Circus. And this is supposedly 75. Yeah. This is supposedly the, you know, the best military tactician in Russia currently. Well, I don't and he's think marching. Is. he's a gangster basically. He, They're the ones winning all the battles. Uh, you know, it, any anytime the Ukrainians take something, it's the Wagner group that goes in and takes it back. Yeah, there are commanders in the Wagner group, and he takes credit, but he doesn't have any military experience. Well, how does he lead it? I mean, because you know, Russia—they run on machismo. Like you got to have, you yeah. got to be able to beat somebody up to run something over there. Well, he is a gangster. I just don't think he's, he doesn't have a military background, but I don't know. I don't know if that even means anything in this scenario. Like, yeah, it was silly and it was almost as bad as uh, January 6th, but. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, then, <laughs> and where are the dead bodies? You know, and, and then we got our, our CIA analyst, you know, he's even talking about, you know, the Eye of Sauron, and that's what Buddy's talking about is, you know, this thing looks like a set-up movie. I mean, we've got camera angles that shouldn't exist in a war zone. Yeah. We have picture quality that shouldn't exist in a war zone. Audio quality that doesn't even exist on the view. Remember when we had footage of Osama bin Laden in a cave somehow on some CBS interview, and you're like, wait, how did they... What? How do they get in there and get that? But we can't find right. them to like. What are you talking about? Like these are right. the types of things that have bothered me since I was a kid. Where I'm like, that doesn't wait. What? Like you're telling me both are so true real, that we can't find them, but we got this tape from them. Like, yeah. and and cool. then you get that that uh, was it the president of Pakistan? Uh, it was uh, it was a female, and she was on the she BBC, was and she was like because she yeah. said that he's already dead. Yeah, Bin Laden was dead years ago. He has to have dialysis twice a and week. she died like two days later. Blew so her head dead. off in a parade, yeah. Dude, yeah, I know, I don't, I have this, if I had files somewhere saved, I don't remember her name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. I think she was the president, and she was killed, I think within a week of that interview, where she said right. that, yeah, some of Bin Laden Well, I remember a Fox dead, News but... report talking about, we killed his dialysis doctor in the Kush Mountains. Well, and, and the dude was bad off. Of, the plan to kill him and have Obama, you know, in that administration kind of do that and present that. And then they're like, Hey, let's have his body. And it's like, no, you can't see that. And this is, we've seen this before with like even Hitler's body and like how we're like, what was it that 
the experts thought that that skeleton of his was like even a, a woman. No, they didn't think. They didn't think. Like, they tested it, and that was a female skull. That's what I'm saying. They yeah, pulled like, out of that tomb. It's not. It was a female skull. Trick. And then yeah. 10 years later, all of a sudden, there's all these German Nazi regalia things popping up in South America. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Real quick, here's what I was able to find independently. Uh -huh. So Gang of Eight briefed about Wagner Group movements. And in here, this is on June 24th, which I think was the day everything was kicking off. I could be wrong about that. And then it says in recent, they were briefed in recent days about potentially concerning the Wagner Group's movements. And then this next one is even more explicit, where it says, U.S. saw signs that Pergosian was challenging Russia and that the Gang of Eight was uh, briefed before this even happened. Didn't so McCain start like the Gang of Eight? I'm not sure, but... I have to I have to hop off, but I will say there's a reason why they call it the theater of war. And that is gonna be my closing statement. Buddy, it was good to meet you. I gotta get going a little early tonight. Steven, glad to have you back. Cheers. Zach, you're doing a good job, my friend. Cheers to everybody. I'm gonna take a swig right out of the bottle with you. Guys. I forgot to ask everybody. What are you drinking, Alden? I'm drinking Jameson castmate stout edition right out of the bottle because i don't have any glasses left in my house so <laughs> all right yeah all right what are you drinking steven ah just a random assortment of ipas um I, I i got some of the homebrew i've got a i've got a strawberry blondale i'm about to pour up in a minute but uh you know sweetwater ipa and then you know the good old classic bell's two-hearted i have a white claw and then, buddy, you put down the bottle long ago, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking milk. I crush milk. There oh, you we go. Got a for that in here somewhere. Listen, I, whenever I see these, like, well, they had advance warning. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Carter said he needs some milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> um, uh, even my kids say that. Uh, Whenever you see like, oh, they had advance warning, and when I see this, what my silly goose brain says, like, that's just the way of the CIA using the like, it's just feeding itself, so they can say like, look, even they saw this comment, like, we knew this was gonna happen, like, yeah, because like y'all made it happen, and then now y'all can say like, oh, we predicted this because we got like, yeah, because you're making it happen, like, it just. Yeah. yeah, it's circular. Anyway, I don't know, but you know, of everything I've seen in the last few days, that was the guy who you know I trust him somewhat. I don't know that guy very well, but he like his background adds up. He was a CIA intel analyst, and he seems pretty convinced. And then there's other people who I find just as credible that aren't convinced. So, well, and here's the other thing too: is is he still active in the CIA? I don't think so, but who knows? Is anybody ever ex-CIA? That's right. That's what I, I yeah. also come to it from um does it matter? Does it does, I mean does, 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 let's find out like that's what happened. Is yeah. this are we gonna see a perp walk? Is anybody you know what I mean like um, does it and matter? Would people even change their minds? Like if we revealed right now, like, yeah, it was all CIA op gone wrong. Everybody, I don't know, I'll try again no, next they, time. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, there, there, there is still like the, uh, you know, like the proud boy angle of like, this is all to, to stamp out the, the white heterosexual Christian population in Russia, you know, that has been gaining traction in the last 10, 20 years. Aren't um, they stamping themselves out with vodka though? No, well, sure. I, you know, they got their own problems. Uh, but this is, uh, you know, look at the people in Ukraine, you know, going back to, uh, crap, who was the guy that was in there before Poroshenko? David DeCamp corrected me on it. Um, the people yeah. that we were supporting, you know, yeah, I can't do it in the moment. Like. Right. But the people we were supporting, you know, when he was thrown out, I mean, these guys are carrying swastika flags. Was it Yanukovych? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when Yanukovych got ran out of town, I mean, I was the people that, you know, we were backing also had the Soros money and they also had swastika flags. And those are the ones that are still there. You know, the Azov battalion, uh, all that kind of stuff. So that's, at least that's how Putin's framing it to a portion of his population as well, is that, you know, he's pushing back on the fascists uh, because, you know, the, the policies he's put in place, I'm not saying the guy's perfect by any means, uh, but compared to the Soviet Union days, it, you know, when this guy's, hey, you have kids, we give you money for that. Like, please have kids. Um, that's That sounds pretty pro-life. Um, and then, I mean, there, there, there's many other things you can look at, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't go so far as to say this is a holy war. It's just there's enough BS swirling around that it's crystal clear. We have no business there. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there, cra- it's just crazy white people stuff. That's all yeah. I look at. Like that's I'm like I just they're crazy. Those people are the craziest of the whites. Just yeah. let them be crazy. It's There's fine. no way to throw your weight for either side and not be a total butthead. Like just I think it was, like Michael Malice said something like people make the mistake of thinking Russians are just like French people who speak a different language, but they're not. They're like a completely different thing. They don't think like us. They don't have the same values as us in a lot of ways. It's a different it's, culture. It's, it's a different. Yeah. That it's even the, I mean, even the term mother Russia, like countrymen, like, yeah, it's not the Soviet union, but the, the roots of that, uh, you know, mighty. And, you know, even like, like smiling there is a, like, I could never survive there. Cause like, if you smile there, that's like, like something's wrong with you. Yeah. yeah, or you're soft, like you're you're we. I'm just like, oh, well, sorry, like not a good fit, you know. So <laughs> yeah. like that that all translates into all that because at the end of the day, it is those dudes making decisions about war. So like, yeah, that's what it's gonna be. It's just gonna be two dudes just touching their wieners together. There's sword fighting. Like, that's right. That's all well, it is. The, the prevailing thought seems to be, at, at least with you know some neocons that I talk to, uh, the prevailing thought with them is is that we're just trying to cause Russia to expend all their resources, you know, because we're we're just you know throwing all of our old scrap metal at this thing, you know. So I, I, had, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago. They were so upset that we sent some F-16s over there. I said, "Hey, bro." 
you ever see the first Top Gun movie? Like, yeah. I was like, that movie is 40 years old, and they called those planes old in that movie. And that's what we sent over there. So what are you mad about? Yeah. Well, also, um, I mean, we're not just throwing scrap metal, but we're throwing lots of Ukrainian lives. Now we're throwing the lives of others. Like, there were American mercenaries killed there in the last few days. Well, and then... The F-16 thing doesn't really make sense because they don't have people who can fly F-16s. And I guess if we train them, it's going to be on some accelerated route where, you know, who knows if they're going to be any good at it. They also don't have the runways for F-16s, so they'll probably be launching from somewhere like Poland. Yeah, or, you need like half a mile to get the thing off the ground. You know, so, 50 well, years old. That's what I was talking to. I was talking about Will like this the other day, like kind of having like one of those like really big realizations. Like when you're working with a conscripted army and there's no end to this, I know that for the most part, Ukrainians are like they're ethnically like the Russians. They're just, it's, you know, different border, you know, but I was like, we're like Munchausen genocide by proxying these people. Yeah. Like we're literally getting rid of all, that ethnic like they're breeding males we are taking them out of the blood like we're taking them out of the genetic pool like there is no like and i was like man that's really gross like it's it's, it's like the armenian genocide meets american idol right because it's all being like so televised everyone's just you know voting with their attention you know Watching the videos, retweeting, sharing their opinions on stuff that's not even, you know, you can't even verify it. You don't even know if it's real. Uh, everybody's just, you know, reacting emotionally in the moment so quickly because information, so much information is coming out so fast. And that's why what gets me, too, is anytime Zelensky puts out a video, he even says, please wait for official media to come out before you react so you know the facts. And I'm like, well, that that's a sigh up in and of itself. Yeah. yeah, you Sounds know, like, like you, he would say, "It's like wait till we speak before you think anything." Yeah, but. exactly. It's just—I mean, the whole thing is just such a sideshow, and and to think that you know we're we're causing Russia to deplete all of its resources using fifty-year-old military tech is stupid. It's absolutely stupid, you know. Because everyone's like, oh, he's going to use the nukes. Dude, we got things beyond nukes now. We got lasers up in freaking space. I mean, Reagan put those up there. They're that old. Yeah, they got freaking laser beams. Yeah. But they're not Jewish. Well, and, and then and then there's not only that, but I mean, if you get into like fifth and sixth generation military tech, we're talking, you know, planner and scalar wave technologies. I mean, there's stuff that can just set the atmosphere on fire. We're talking Tunguska event type stuff. Uh, you know, old Nikola Tesla technology, which, by the way, when Nikola Tesla died, it was Donald Trump's uncle that took all his blueprints because he was a physicist in the Navy. So this stuff is 100 years old. You know, Tesla's death ray is a real freaking thing. And and to think that, you know, we know the latest, greatest tech, you know, just because we can you know live tweet somebody across the world is naive like there's things that are going on that the government's kept from us our whole lives that uh, there's 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 a whole new generation of tech at play here and it's either let people have control uh, let people have access to it and control over their own lives 
and use it for the benefit and the advancement of humankind, or maintain this control system, hide all this stuff, and keep up the roots. Yeah. All right. So let's end on something a little more light. <laughs> or really, I don't know if this is lighter or not, but <laughs> <laughs> you might just get as worked up about this. Let's see. Maybe especially Buddy, because this has to do with cooking, but... New York City threatens pizzerias with coal and wood fire ovens to cut carbon emissions. So basically they're making it so that anybody with a wood or coal fire oven in New York, which there aren't a ton of, there's about a hundred restaurants or less that are doing this, but they're on the chopping block. Like you can't have authentic New York style wood fire, coal fire pizza anymore because uh, the environment while, you know, they're, shooting missiles and flying planes and stuff in Ukraine. But, <laughs> so let's look at this real quick. So, I just, yeah, I saw this guy. I yeah, saw here's this guy. one guy's uh, protest against it. Give us pizza or give us death. And apparently it's a city hall. Give us pizza or give us death. Why is there a fence? Give us pizza because he's a dumb Italian and he doesn't realize he's at the wrong entrance. <laughs> like Genzaloon. Why are we up in the mezzanine? Here's here's how I look at this. And it's there's a, there's kind of a sad version of it too, but also like listen, this guy made a good speech about being the tough New Yorkers, and it's just like that's no longer that's that's gone like yeah me and my dad watching the yankees like that that's gone there's no more dads in this society the old timey baseball that's gone the tough new yorker that's gone it's it's just but it's, it's gross gross people everywhere and gross elites that's all it is it's elites and gross probably immigrants Ugh. you know it's just like it's it's sad because we're watching like just yes, these people hate you and they hate your culture. Like this is a non-issue, except for yeah, it'll probably just really piss these people off. It is a non-issue. Yeah. Well, the number like, one polluter in the world is the U.S. military. You think you, like they would take the plank out of their eye before worrying about wood-fired pieces? Listen. Listen, L.A. and people around L.A., like the biggest cause for concern, the biggest complaint is leaf blowers because they just got to move debris everywhere. And <laughs> listen, there will always be like they're trying to move to electric and all that kind of stuff. But if that policy, they will never enact a green policy directly that directly affects people of color. Because if you want to tell, like, you can't use leaf blowers, well, there goes the lawn care industry. And who makes up the lawn care industry in California? It's all brown right. people. It's, right. it's all, like, you won't, like, they, they will, now, granted, any kind of green laws just affects everyone poorly. And obviously, the poor get affected the most, blah, 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 blah. So, like, that's why, like, if, if there was really, like... But the no combustion not, engines after 2030, you know, like... I don't, I'm, I'm at the point like I'm, I'm looking for loans so I can start a used car business in California in 2028. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. So it's just like <laughs> it, that only 
if that was like, um, let me try it. Like, uh, you wouldn't, if, if it turns out that, I don't know, the, the process of frying or using corn tortilla chips was like the grease was super bad for the environment or just, I don't hear me out on this. Like you would not find an environmental regulation getting rid of those in New York city. So do Italians not count anymore? Correct. The Italians are white now in New York city. Like, but that's also like, it's also reminiscent of just old school, New York Americana. Like there's a saying, like, that's what I mean. If it's all these cultural staples that make us the melting pot are slowly being dismantled. And, and to borrow from an old phrase is, you know, well, hey, you know, I'm not an Italian. Screw those guys. Why do I have to defend them? But then when they come for my hamburgers, the Italians don't give a crap about me. That's right. It's just, uh, it's I, I can't, I hate thinking like this, but when you find things like this in New York City, L.A., San Francisco, like especially when there's any like these crazy self-defense scenarios, um, I feel like, yeah, that's why I can't vacation there because I know that the laws are like that there. And God forbid, if anything happens like that, where I have to get in that situation and I get on the, I go, Oh yeah, but I knew this coming here. Like I knew the laws were like this great. Like, so I kind of don't like, and, and California when they had a chance to recall Newsom or whatever, and that failed, I went, they deserve everything they get. They deserve everything they get. New Yorkers used to be tough and fight back against that. And they're taking the one thing that you're known for and no one cares. Yeah. Well, we could use it in Atlanta or in Georgia in general, just some delicious wood fire pizza would be great. I mean, we already have some good ones, but. Oh yeah. Well, there's, there's a, you know, down here in Peachtree city, uh, we got Positano's. That place is amazing. And they, they get all of their ingredients come straight from Italy uh, there's people that come in. They're like, they're like, I'm not celiac, but I'm gluten sensitive. And they're like, listen, you're not, you're not gluten sensitive. It's the, your government's poisoning you. This stuff's from Italy. Try a slice. Yeah. <laughs> not even I'm you just... talking about it, where people go on vacation to Italy thinking they're gluten sensitive, and they're like, well, I'm not here. Right. So. Like I can understand. I think it might be like the coal wood fire from a environmental thing i can understand it's like it might be a part like a legit like not a legit but like an, a particulates thing with the city like I, if everyone had one like it, you know what i'm saying uh, like there's not that uh, many so i just I don't understand how yeah, many taxi cabs are there yeah right right i to me you know, they're gross i'm i'll see little kids pedaling people around the city on a bicycle instead of a taxi cab I'll I'll believe, you know, at that point, I'll believe that the the wood fire ovens are something. But when half of Canada is freaking on fire and you're trying to tell this dude at the pizzeria shop he's ruining the environment, kiss my butt. Or when they blow up the Nord Stream pipeline and release more methane into the air than it's ever been released. Yeah. So. Anyway, on that note. It was supposed to be a fun note, but anyway. <laughs> no, it's it still is. It I, I'm I'm right there with you, man. It's 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 just a uh, you know it's a marginalization thing. It's um it's it's government ridiculousness in action, and we'll see how many people show up. 
but uh, so, you know, I'm from Fayetteville. So the, Fayetteville just enacted. So, you know, the Baptist church runs things down here has for hundred plus years, uh, you know, has a say in what movies get shown at the local theater and all that kind of stuff. And I grew up Baptist, so I'm not talking bad on them. Uh, but it's just, you know, some of the things like, you know, why can't I go have a mimosa on Sunday morning? Right. It's pretty silly. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, you know, we, we just got liquor stores passed in Fayetteville uh, in 2020, like late 2020. It was January 2021. Uh, so there are seven st- liquor stores that got the permits. There's all these kind of restrictions that they got to have. So they were like, well, I don't want them to sell tobacco or sell lotto tickets. You know, I don't want these lotto scratchers just you know, blocking up traffic, going to liquor stores, going around, buying up all the lotto tickets. I'm like, tell me you're racist without telling me you're racist, man. Like, what do you, you know, all, all these things that you're, you're talking about, like, well, we know what the neighboring cities are like, and we don't want that with our liquor stores. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, let's get a little more descriptive here. You know, it's the same thing with the with the wood burning fire, the pizza ovens. Like, come on, guys, really? That's right. Because like, it does seem like the Italians, the old school Italians, that is kind of like the last culturally accepted, relatively conservative, like family va- family values. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like. Who's going to the Korean barbecues asking where the kimchi comes from? Because last I checked, you bury a pressure cooker in your backyard for a month and a half. We got a bunch of uh, Irish drinking on camera right now and talking (laughs) shit. So, right, you know, like, yeah, I mean, there's there's ways to pick all these things apart. Like, ah, well, that's not this or that, but it's you know, you know that going into it, you know what you're taking part in. That's the whole point. It's risky, but it's also fun, and you get to celebrate, you know, what they do, where they came from, what their family's done for millennia. All right, buddy. We'll we'll put you to bed. Tell us (laughs) where we can find you. Um, On Twitter, at MyArcusBuddy. That's where I know everyone from. That's I don't really do much politicking. There's no way I could do that. I. You don't want me doing that. Heck no. <laughs> um, but that's it. I um, I'm your new best friend. Well, well, thank you so much for coming and saving us there a little bit at the beginning because I'm of not course. I'm not built for this. But... <laughs> I won trivia. All right, I got to go to bed. Later, right, buddy. And then go ahead and say your piece, Stephen. Whatever you got. Well. It... I would just say that, you know, there's 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 division being put on us. Uh, you know, if you're if you're listening from Georgia and the metro Atlanta area, uh, there's stuff on a popular radio show uh, in the morning, you know, the drive time where you get your weather and your traffic, all this kind of stuff. Uh, every day for the last week and a half, they've put out some kind of report about well, more Americans feel disconnected than ever before. Uh, more Americans feel disenfranchised than ever before. More Americans feel like they're not significant than ever before. And pay attention to the stories they run before and after that kind of crap, because it's there to implant a feeling of helplessness, a feeling of despair, isolation, because whatever comes right after that feeling gets in your head stays. It's more effective. They have to, they have to tear down your walls of hope, 
and confidence and love to be able to plant in this fear and this garbage that they're putting in your head to program you. That's why it's called programming. Don't pay attention to it. Talk to people in the checkout line at the grocery store. Talk to your neighbors. The average person you run into every day is just like you. They're just trying to go to work and be a good person and have friends and support their families. Absolutely. All right. Well, on that note, thank you so much for being here and we'll roll credits. See you next week. Um, Thursdays at eight o'clock. We'll have somebody back doing this who knows what they're doing. So <laughs> bye everyone. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>